Here's Shudak on for the short field goal, and boy, did he hook that. Wow, Shudak, who'd only missed once all year, misses on a 25-yard try. So Today's Thursday, December 6th. It's really going to expose my uneducated mess of a mind that I have oh, in dude. sports. Man, you were, you were shooting here, and you hit, like, here. Am I just a dumbass? Which, you know, is very possible and actually might be a real thing. Your wrist position in neutral is actually not straight. Your wrist position in neutral is at a 15 to 20 degree incline. How close was your relationship with Campbell? He's personable. He's definitely a player's coach. It's weird that, like, someone would break up with you when uh, there's so much chaos. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Are you proposing childbirth? Microtransactions. <laughs> All right. So let me tell you about the reproductive system. If the first thing that you notice during someone's orgasm is the smell, there's <laughs> a question that needs to be asked. Untitled after dark. Hello, and as you we go live, uh, you will hear that. Skidap just punched the microphone uh, out of rage, out of pure rage. Just got to get that testosterone flowing for this uh, stream. Hello, it is, uh, welcome in. Welcome in. Hope everybody's had a good day. Hope everybody's having a good night. Hope everybody's having a good whatever, whatever time of day it is for you, whenever you decide to watch this, or if you're watching this live, whatever, whatever time zone you're in, we hope you're doing well. Uh, it is, for us, it is October 21st, 2021, and it is 9.42 p.m. in the central time zone. Um, this is episode 32, and as the title says, Circle Herc returns. When will Circle Herc return? We will all find out together. Uh, he was having audio issues beforehand, and he told us to just go ahead, you know, just the uh, whole Bill O'Reilly, uh, fuck it, we'll do it live kind of thing. So, um, to the right, you will see fresh new looked. Fresh new looking Skidap. If you're listening on Spotify, then you won't be able to see it. Huh. How sad, right, Skidap? No, not really. Oh wow, you gotta put your you know you you complain about you know put not people for not putting themselves out there, but then when I put you out there, you're like no, no, I don't I don't think that any anybody benefits from looking at me. That's quite sad, in all honesty. This is quite sad. All right, yeah. so let's get down to business. First off, one, do I sound different? It's possible. I have been battling the flu the past week. Um, and You're the I'm only still, one that thinks that. I am still battling this. Uh, so I apologize if, if the quality sounds a little bit better. I'm just hoping that I get to the point we end the stream before I start dying from coughing. Because um, I don't want to have to like destroy people's ears with just cough, 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 cough. It's not COVID. It definitely is not COVID. It was tested negative. So that's there's that. Uh, Skidap has also said that he sounds a little bit under the weather, or said it sounds a little. I'm bit con I'm congested because allergies do exist. The air is getting drier, so that's also another thing that's kind of like, well, we're kind of effed here. Uh, trying to do this, you know? How did we? How did we start this? How did we? How did we start our podcast in the late fall? Early, like when the air was getting dry. I need to see. I need to see what day we actually recorded our first episode. I can bring that, that up very quickly here. 
You uh, need to find that because I believe that it was this week. October 29th. Or the equivalent. So next so week. So it is next, next week, week. Next week will be. Wow. Uh, it'll year, be the one year anniversary. Basically, we one ha- year. So in other words, I we're, we're making sure that we can record next week. Sure. That's that's definitely that's definitely the plan. I maybe. feel like that has to be a priority at this point. Well, you know, I, the one thing that I learned in life over the past two years was that you got to prioritize some Podcasts. things and sacrifice other things. Uh, this podcast is definitely a priority. Uh sure, sure. I'll, I'll uh, <laughs> if that makes you feel better, I will. I will let you let you believe that. Um. But now, so Circle Herc is in Twitch chat right now. He was going to be, we agreed last week that he wanted to come on and, you know, we had an opening. He's going to come on. And also, you know, he wanted to talk, if, to my knowledge, he wanted to talk about Iowa, uh, Iowa football, Iowa football, your number 10 or 11, which is, I don't know what it is. Uh, uh Top 15. You're, you're number, not number two Hawkeyes. Yes. Oh, here he is. He's he's coming. He says he'll be there. He'll be there, unlike my ex-wife. But um, skid up. You were supposed to take over. I had to take a drink of Powerade because you know Powerade's just been my. Sorry, I'm busy picking on Iowa fans because my New York Knicks are undefeated with Obi Toppin as our center, and uh, Luca Garza has not played a single minute of basketball. He plays for the Pistons, doesn't he? He does. And Iowa fans were so convinced that he's just going to be this insane basketball star in the NBA. And they were saying that, I don't, they were saying that everybody was wrong for doubting him once he, his two way contract got converted. And now I'm like, ha, Obi fucking Toppin, who played second string to an NBA All Star last season, is now playing the same position as Luca. And has more minutes and started against the Celtics. Well, let me let me ask you something. I actually have two questions. First off, I have no idea who Obi Toppin is. So, if you can you please explain to me? Obi briefly. Toppin was National Player okay. of the Year two years ago. So, Luca Garza won it this season a year ago. Obi Toppin won it the season before, and Iowa fans were absolutely outraged that Luca Garza did not win because he had. Better stats against better teams. Was okay, Obi but Toppin... Obi Toppin played for Dayton. Okay. Was drafted by the Knicks, number nine overall, and made a much larger impact for his team than Luca Garza did. Alright, my second question is, how much do you really hate Iowa fans? Really, I give me Iowa fans are absolutely insufferable. Notice how when things don't go their way, they're not talking. Uh... But when things do go their way, they are talking. I don't know how many Iowa fans I've had tell me, hey, don't make jokes about us losing to Purdue. Okay, it hurts. It's like, no shit. Yeah? Uh-huh. Mmm. Wow. So how do you feel then about people shitting on Nebraska all the time then? I've become numb to it. Well, because you hate Scott Frost, don't you? Oh, I fucking... He needs to go. He needs to go. His comments are fucking stupid like pj fleck made a comment about like you know our win this week was culture versus skill and he goes well i'm kind of shocked by that because our culture has come 100 miles and they have some very skilled players too it's like 
You just claimed that you had the culture and the skill. What? Nebraska's My, culture is being dog shit. And my, their skill is they have a tight end as their center. My memory of him was the biggest thing that I remember was back in 2019, I was watching an interview with him or like a post game presser or whatever it was like that. And mm. I was just thinking, you know, he's a college coach, right? He's a college coach. Culture is everything in college. You know, you, these are kids. I mean, no matter what. You're, that, and that's the problem I also have with people is that with college athletics, people like watching college athletics is that they don't understand that these are just kids that they're watching. Oh, yeah. And like people just absolutely will ruin lives. And with the fact that social media exists now and it, it really makes things a lot worse in my opinion. But he he went on and basically said... Like, you know, these players have no heart. They don't want, they don't have no soul. Like, they don't want to, like, play. I'm like, yeah. Like, you think yeah, that's going to make your team the, better? That was the Michigan State game. He he quite literally said, we've done everything we can. It's now up to these boys to decide whether they want it or not. First of all, the coaching staff is always the first problem. Because if your players aren't playing well enough, fucking replace them. Instead of playing your first stringers for the entire game and then saying they don't have the heart they don't want it enough then replace them tell them you don't want it enough you're sitting the bench and maybe your second stringers don't want enough replace them cycle through and if your whole team doesn't want it enough figure it out you're the coach you're the one giving out the money for players to play in college why is this a problem? Because you suck as a coach. Simple as that. Scott Frost is a dog shit coach. Which makes you wonder how he went undefeated at UCF. Because none of those starters were players that he recruited. Okay. See, like, I, I remember watching And he played this. his second string a total of 47 minutes across 22 players. I remember watching that post-game pre- uh, press conference and I was thinking like, wow, he's really saying this about his team? Like, this this is a man who's like, it sounds like he just doesn't want to coach. It sounds like he just needs everything to be handed for him. Because like, if if, if the, the players don't have the, quote, heart, you have to look at yourself too. Like, what are you doing to, like, your job as a coach is also to be a leader. Is that right? Am I understanding this right? You're as a coach, you're supposed as to the be head a coach. Too? That's as the head coach. That's literally your only job. Yeah. Name so, one head. Name one head coach who makes a single game time decision. Um. Well, you know Matt Campbell does a lot of the special teams calling, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> Matt <laughs> Campbell's making the special teams. I don't know if I want him as a coach yeah, anymore. Yeah, we, we see how that's going, but you know, love like I. If it's all about the culture and the morale of players, and and that's just basic you know, leadership. If you, if there is a morale problem, you have to take a look at yourself. What are you doing to either increase or decrease or have absolutely zero impact on the morale? And this is the coach whose wife is whose wife and kids are currently living in Arizona. That's a problem. That is a problem. And you know what the actual, and you know what the underlying problem of that problem is? The fact that he got a co-ed pregnant. Is this true or are these just rumors? I don't want to be spreading rumors here. Scott Frost got a waitress at a country club pregnant. It's the same country club that him, Bill Moose, former athletic director of Nebraska, and his current defensive coordinator, 
all got kicked out of because they were being too belligerent. It, it, first off, please tell me that this is actually true and not just hearsay and rumors. As far as anybody is able to confirm, because uh, the entire establishment has all but like shut its doors to anybody that's not a member. It's true. I mean, you live in Nebraska, but and you follow Nebraska athletics. Yeah, I'm not allowed in that. I'm not allowed in the country club that it's rumored to be in. See, it's so. And see, you said that's rumors, the only so. country, and that's the only country club that, like, I, that's the only country club that I'm not allowed in in Lincoln, just to walk in and even inquire. That country club does not take walk-ins to even ask about memberships. See, you know, I, I but it did less than a year ago. I, I, as as much as you know how entertaining spilling the tea is and everything, I don't want us to turn into, I don't want us to turn into TMZ. See, but this isn't a TMZ thing because Scott Frost apparently had issues in Oregon as well. And this isn't just rumored. This is people coming out against him. But, you know, as much as I, these are rumors, I could also just looking at Scott Frost. He's a, he's a younger man that is relatively good looking and has a lot of money. L- looking at Scott Frost, just seeing him, he looks like the... Uh, uh, he looks like a playboy. He looks like the is it the Giga Chad? Is that what is it, what is it? the uh, no what, no what, I don't know, his, I don't know no, what he's Giga got too, Chad is. he's got he's got too much fat on his face for that he looks Giga like Giga Chad is very sunken cheeks okay he looks like your typical frat dude he he looks like a playboy he looks like somebody who tries to play the field as much as possible so I can actually percent I would I would expect him to be more than over than Urban Meyer though so. No, I expect Urban Meyer over him for the sole reason of Urban Meyer strikes me as a very creepy older dude. Hundred percent. Urban Meyer strikes me as the type that's gonna try and touch your butthole. That okay? That, that let's move on. Let's let's move on here. Let's move on. All right. So, so status uh, sit rep sit rep. How is your uh, computer situation working on? You know, so so while we wait for Circular. Uh, this weekend, I went. I uh, helped uh, with a youth retreat, and that meant that I ha- got to spend a lot of time on the road driving. Uh, I spent a lot of time listening to podcasts, and there's only one podcast that I will genuinely listen to, aside from uh, this one. There's this. There's this one small podcast that I do listen to called uh, "Untitled Unqualified." Um, w- one of the hosts, I think his name is like Jared, uh, incredibly good looking. Uh, sexy voice. God, I love that guy. He just has a problem staying on topic. Uh, but the other one that I listened to is called Macro Dosing, and it's a podcast by PFT and uh, PFT comment uh, commentator and Arian Foster. Absolutely love PFT. First of all, insanely funny dude. Like super underrated. Any podcast that he's on, I'll listen to off and on. Because he's just so stupidly, like, ridiculously funny. Without even, like, acknowledging how funny he is. But his show with Arian Foster is so good because he'll, he has uh, Billy Football on it. He has uh, Big T. He has uh, Mad Dog. 
as well. These are all bar, bar, Barstool Sports employees. Yeah. Everybody but Arian yeah. Foster. And it's the only Barstool Sports podcast, aside from, uh, pardon my take, that I'm like, this needs to stay on the air. This needs to keep going. Because it has nothing to do with Barstool. PFT and Big Cat, on pardon my take, are just themselves. It's absolutely incredible. Like Those two are electric together. But PFT and Arian, they were doing an episode on uh, people that have, that have been pronounced dead, but people think that it was fake. And Arian goes on a 25-minute rant about how he hates dogs, but he loves his German Shepherd. Why? Because it's his dog. Because it's his dog. And that's a stupidly condensed version of it. 25-minute rant about that. Holy shit. Like, come on. Think about that. They did an episode on cults, and they had a, like, in the first 25 minutes was all about... Oh, shit. What was the first 25 minutes about? It was like cryptids or some shit like that. I was like, what the hell? This is a show about what? I just think that's so cool. Like, it's a podcast about whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, it's, like, produced by Barstool. But, like, like God. God. Oh, I hear Circle Heart. I hear He's something, trying. something. I hear something. Hey, He's baby. Spitting. Hey. He's Let's spitting. <laughs> you can. <laughs> you can. Fuck him, baby. Please start. Can you hear us now? Can you hear us now? There he is. The man, the myth, the legend. Let's Circle go. Herc. You're talking all that shit when I couldn't be on. I, I saw the I saw the lead-in screen. I saw the Purdue game. All right? You I, think you're whoa, funny, don't you, Jason? That's what that was. You think you're funny, man. Hang I, on. I got to. Go ahead. Go ahead. In all fairness, <laughs> I actually did watch the game, but I picked it up in, like, the second half because I was uh, – Almost dying on Saturday. Not yet dying, but almost dying from possibly flu-like symptoms from flu-like symptoms that day. So I was, but I didn't watch. I was listening to it, so I wasn't aware that there was that bad of a miss of a twenty-five-yard field goal miss. I was not aware of that. Wait, an Iowa kicker missed a field goal really badly. He shanked it like like this is like Minnesota Vikings quality. You know, I know somebody who can who can help him with that. You sure, 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 sure. I have more Iowa football players that follow me than most Iowa fans do. Get fucked, Iowa fans. Uh, yeah, but guess who? But you know, would he have followed you if you didn't keep on bullying him? Dude, I think I tweeted once about it. You, kept, you keep. So here's the thing. Here's the funny thing about Finn is that Finn cares about Twitter followers a lot. I don't. K- kind of, sorta. I, I I don't give a shit about Twitter followers. In fact, I've thought about just deleting Twitter outright. I just not have my Twitter lot. handle out there because I need have I need to have some sort of contact information that's not my email address. Um, and so every guest that we've had, you know, the big ones that we've had, the you know, uh, Graham Valdez. Uh, actually, Graham Valdez followed you beforehand, but anyway, more like the big, the two big ones: Dr. Jordan Sai, esports physical therapist. And Keith Duncan, former Iowa kicker, uh, now uh, runs his own program called Keith, Dun- Keith Duncan Kicks. I believe that's the name. Those two, those two guests that we had followed me on Twitter. 
and it was the <clears throat> it was the Doctor Sai one. Doctor Sai followed me for I think a good six months until yeah, he didn't follow me. And he, and this man at the bottom of your screen was so unbelievably salty about it. It was actually very I, sad. It was I could not believe it. I was like, no way. It was the my favorite. My favorite like episode that we've had for the sole reason of it felt like a legitimate like big time podcast that we were able to actually land. Like I love you, Circle Hurricane. I love having you on. But this is the content that like I wanted to start Untitled Loader Qualified for. Just giving right. people a voice. And then suddenly I'm like, hey man, I really look up to you. Can we have you on my podcast? And he goes, sure. And I'm like Oh my god. All right. Just months later, half a year even. I noticed that he's following Jason. <laughs> so I, I always look to see like what our overlap is cuz I'm like how many people have followed Jason because they follow me. You that's, know, and it's quite a few creepy. obviously. I I look that with a lot of people, like Circle Herc especially. I don't know how many Iowa State fans follow Circle Herc. And so many of them, I figure out it's because I interact with them. Right. And I'm like, that's wild to me. The f- the <laughs> like, they about... have some sort of influence. The, the I'm funny, like, <clears throat> the funny thing about Dr. Sai is that after our show, I DM'd him saying, like, oh, thanks for agreeing to come on the show. He's like, ah, no problem. And then I get a notification Dr. Jordan Sai follows you. Oh Jesus, that's probably what it was. You fuck. But here's the thing though, you DM'd him for I don't know how long asking him to be on your podcast. And then Oh, it was I was like twice. Yeah, and, and you know, I just I, I I just shot my shot one time, 100% conversion rate. Jesus. And then Keith and then Keith Duncan was the big one. Yeah, you because I I'd been following him for months. <laughs> You get so salty. I, I literally, I literally DM'd him because he didn't want to be on around the corn. I was like, yeah, dude, because you don't want to be on around the corn. Like, I was super looking forward to being on that show with you. Would you be willing to do this? I checked with Ryan. It's all good. God, that pissed me off. And then I tweeted about it once. Like, 60 some odd people liked it. All of them Iowa fans. I think you retweeted it, Sir Clark. That was a great episode. No, no, then, nobody follows me. Keith doesn't follow. You know, I don't get it. I don't get these follows either. So I think it's no, just... but I think it was the notifications popping up like so and so liked the tweet you were mentioned and liked the tweet you were mentioned. In. Mm. And you have like what eight hundred followers? No, I'm still in the sixes somewhere. Really? Wow. I, I stopped after I got six six six. I stopped looking, man. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> but like but like i think your I, your retweet definitely helped so much but i was like god i want him to follow me for the sole reason of i just want people that are on our show to be a part of what i call the the community i call my my community i've started calling the plugged hose gang uh hash, hashtag plugged hose gang uh jason Dude, I don't, I, I don't even remember exactly how it started, but I remember drunk? that I made a joke. I remember I made a joke one time. I was like, y'all ever just like wake up in the morning and be amazed at how many streams of pee come out of your dick? 
what do you mean how many? Kind of what, you mean like, like every which wait, way? Yeah, like I think the most I've ever seen was I counted seven one time. <laughs> no, and, this is wonderful. No, and I, no, I'm 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 just fucking with y'all. I've never I've never counted how many streams of peak in my life. But like, it's not gonna get ridiculous. It was five. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Only five. But like, I call I call you know. Everybody says that it's like a plugged hose. <laughs> or at least everybody that I've ever talked to about it, they're like, yeah, it's like if you like hold your finger on a hose or your thumb on a hose and suddenly there's like, a, you know, multiple streams, like three or more, you know, it's like, yeah, that makes sense. It, it plugged hose. And they're all like, yeah, yeah. You know, so I started the plugged hose gang. And uh, anybody that wants to throw that in your bio like me, pl- hashtag plugged hose gang. Uh, represent. I think I need to delete Twitter after this episode. <laughs> no, not allowed. Not allowed. Then what would you put as your t- as your tag on there, man? Uh, there wouldn't be one because I'd be deleting my account. <laughs> <laughs> but oh my god, no! I yeah. By the way, follow Circle Herc on Twitter at uh, Circle Herc, and also follow uh, Ski Dep on Twitter at Ski Dep to be a part follow- of his plugged hose gang. <laughs> Dude, be part of the plug post <clears throat> gang. And don't follow me, please, because I don't. No, tweet. do follow Jason. That's how he, he gets tweets. Right yeah, yeah, that's how he gets them. You know, I it's wish that, that was how psychology. I could get girlfriends. And if I could just say, hey, don't date me. Don't date me, man. <laughs> don't date me. When I say don't date me, people actually don't date me. No, dude, that's when you say, hey, I have a really small wiener. Is it plug hose? Like, well, I gotta know now. I've seen that work at a bar. I think I I might have said that on here before. No, I don't think you have. I don't remember. That Dude, okay, hold on. Okay, oh, oh, oh. Actual, actual question. Actual question. I'm gonna lose. I don't know how many. All three of our female followers right now. I'm gonna lose. Okay, can you guys Sorry, stick? Randy. Can you guys stick your erect dick inside of a toilet paper tube? This is a. Um. <laughs> I don't want to answer this because I know where this is. I can. I can comfortably. <laughs> comfortably. I can, I, there, I have room to spare. <laughs> oh my God. What happened? What happened? And <laughs> I think my mic's not working again. <laughs> <laughs> I I can I I have I have room to spare. I can very comfortably. Um I learned that means that you have a small dick. That's no. Come on. So, I have accepted this fact. I also, believe it or not, have uh lady hands. Yeah. Uh you know that joke that people always make, like if you like if your hand's bigger than your face, you have cancer. Like my hand's obviously not bigger than my face by a large margin, like not even close. Um, so, <laughs> and I've got a big ass head. <laughs> so if so so if my so so if my dick feels like decent sized in my itty bitty lady hands, uh. That's not good. You did say no filter tonight, didn't you? You meant no, no. I I said no topic, no censor, no, 
No oh shits given. God, I apologize. I am, the... I am shaking right now, and I'm not <laughs> normally like nervous with stuff. <laughs> I mean, you're always nervous though. Whenever you come on the show, I thought first, like before, like oh, because man. normally shit like this, I, I always think that like my mic's not going to work or something's not going to work. That's what I'm nervous about. I didn't know it was like. Do you have any idea how big these these uh, toilet paper rolls are getting, or how? <laughs> I, mean, I can't believe how thick. I could fit me and a buddy in there. God, I pro- I probably could with how much room there is. Jesus, oh my God. Oh, Lordy, Lordy, well, I'm sitting in there thinking it's a studio apartment. What the? <laughs> oh my God. What? Jason, you've known me for like four years now, and this is. This this is your response. I've never heard you talk about your own penis, so that's the thing. <laughs> and I, I, I've never, I, I I've never been like secretive about how I, I don't sm- know like, about like how I think of my dick. I don't know how to respond to this because one, my brain isn't processing as well because one, you know, your boy is recovering from the flu. <laughs> Two. Your boy just learned that your other boy is talking about his penis for the first time. And so you get slow brain and then shock factor. It's like, what am I supposed to do with this information? I don't know. I don't know. What am, what am I supposed to? I mean, it, it, it sounds like we need to go on Barstool podcast. It's all, you know, start going, call her daddy or something like that. That one podcast. I don't know if you guys know about that podcast, but I was. Heard of it. I've never I've, I was, my ex forced me to listen to it. It's actually scary. It's, it's, it's a scary show to listen to. Um, that, that, doesn't, that, that, that doesn't sound like good content. Um, we don't make good content, but we, but like, I like to think that I know good content. I call her daddy, from what I remember, is a very sexual podcast. I actually brought it up to my uh, human I'd sexuality. I'd assume so. I, I, I brought it up to my human sexuality professor. Because I felt That's like, like saying, hey, this podcast called I Took a Shit is about uh, defecating. Like, <laughs> Actually, you know what? You know what? We could rename our podcast called I Took a Shit. And it's not about defecating. Our, it's just that we took a shit on a lot of things. We took a shit on a mic. Not like that. Yeah, no, Never it fits. Mind. Not like that. Never mind. This I mean, that's about, that's about what, like, that's about how I talk. Our episodes are just taking a shit now recently, it seems like. But... <laughs> so, we we do just kind of like shit words onto the microphone. Well, that's why. Good. The reason you know, as as many times I've explained the name of the podcast before, is the reason was because it was untitled. We didn't know what to call it. Underqualified. We had absolutely zero business doing with this. We I'm still have zero business doing. I'm, this. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I kind of regret doing this because we entered an oversaturated market. We oh did. no, hundred percent. We entered the widest. We we. We entered the whitest market in the world, and you know what white people do? Um. Uh. Well, first of all, you uh, you want to you want to take this, or you want me to take this? Jason, Jason, you answer it. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, well, what do white people do? Oh, white oh, person of color. What do white people do? <laughs> to quote Dave Chappelle. <laughs> to quote Dave Chappelle. White people, or no, white people do this. Black people do that. So, 
So, I mean, you don't want me to go. I mean, I, I mean, as a person of color, you do not want me to say what white people do. I mean, white people discovered the Americas, and now we kind of own it. Yep, yep. And we refuse to let anybody else come in. <laughs> oh man, um, white people discovered. Korean pop music, and we refuse to let anybody else like it. Even to be Koreans. honest with you, to, to seriously answer that question, I have no idea what white people do. Uh, white people just kind of claim shit for their own and are like, "Yes, this is mine now. I I invented this. I created this. This is mine. You are not allowed." And it's like, "No, I literally created this. No, fuck you." Well, here's what I was getting at with I over. Did. Here's here's what I was getting at with the oversaturated podcast working. Do you mean just lifestyle podcasts? Well, like yes, no topic? because well, my first, oh, yeah. I, I believe oh, yeah. the first episode that we did, I targeted the, or I took aim, I took aim at the middle aged, or no, not middle aged, sorry, like in the thirties, college age, white woman drinking mm-hmm. wine, you know, just the, uh, you know, oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I, I agree with that, yeah, yeah, or the hold on, I, like. Oh, so I so I heard Stephanie the other day was talking about her Pomeranian. Oh yeah, like, really? Yeah. Oh man, like, you know, I just realized about man, like you know, I just realized that's like wow. Like my my man is my man is just doing not doing all all the performing knowledgeable. My man just my man can fit two penises in a toilet paper roll. You know, I I need more than that. I need more than that. So you heard it here first, folks. Jason's man can fit two penises inside a toilet paper. We, so we entered a oversaturated, and that's what I thought about, you know. And I listen, you know, whenever I'm working on my car, I have the radio on, and I'm, I'm, so you're listening to podcasts because that's what white men do. I, well, you I, are by he doesn't realize, Circle Herc. He doesn't realize. So, so. <laughs> So, when I, I don't listen to podcasts, actually. I really don't. I, <laughs> I, I don't either. I feel like I, I, I said that earlier, but, like, yeah, I don't. But every time I'm listening to the radio, it just no matter what I'm working on my car or when I'm driving around, it's like, you know, a lot of radio stations are owned by iHeartRadio now or, or because iHeartRadio is basically taking Wait, really? radio. Yeah. A lot of radio stations are oh, now. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit disappointing, to be honest. Wait, wait. Um, do you have to be owned by iHeartRadio to be on iHeartRadio? I don't know. Or can you like partner with them? Well, no, I'm just saying actual like radio stations. No, that's no, that's an actual no, that's an actual question. Like, do you have to be all like bought by iHeartRadio to be on iHeartRadio? I think you have to uh, be partnered with iHeartMedia Group somehow. Partnered. Okay, because our local our local uh, pop music station uh, advertises that they're on. That was a good one. That was quick and clean. Um, Our local like pop music radio station out of Lincoln. Advertises that they're on iHeartRadio right now. Yeah. Um, I think our local like adult music, in other words, they play whatever the fuck they feel like. Uh, station is also advertising that they're on iHeartRadio, and I've never known if that was because they were bought by them or if they were partnered. Now, so be, that's why I asked. They that. also might be owned by. I think every station that's owned by iHeartMedia Group will advertise. Like the iHeartRadio app, and also like they will advertise podcasts that are on iHeartRadio. Which, by the way, the podcasts that they advertise, my god! Like usually they're really bad. My god! Like really, it makes us look like we're 
<clears throat> it makes us look like we're Tony Award winning whatever. Or, 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 I mean, I yeah, know Tony's we're, are we're musicals. In now? I know Tony's are musicals and stuff like that. But no, like we're whatever, in theater now, boys. We're on Broadway. Whatever talk show, Emmy, Emmy Award winning. I think that would be. Uh, I don't even know. But no, yeah, I, like I, 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 I do, <clears throat> I do know that I have noticed that on Sirius XM, like a hundred percent, because there's a lot of like national radio stations that'll be on Sirius XM as well. Um, like I think the Breakfast Club, whatever station they're on, is on Sirius XM. Oh, um, they advertise that too on on uh, on iHeart. Right, on, on but I, I do know that they're bought. I do know that they're owned by iHeart. Um, Sirius XM is its own thing, but the the whatever station the Breakfast Club is okay. on is owned by iHeart, iHeart Media or Radio, what whatever the main conglomerate is. Um, but I know that. Uh, 106.3 KFRX, the local pop music station, and uh, B107.3, the adult music station, are owned by their own separate conglomerates. Maybe those are owned by iHeart? It's possible. But they'll advertise... 106.3 advertises a podcast done by their nighttime DJ. Like, they're like 6pm to 10pm DJ. You know, the one that people actually listen to. Because that's typically when people are in their cars driving to places to have fun. So they want to listen to the radio and want to listen to music. You think, though, people are actually driving... When people that are driving to go have fun, do you really think they're listening to the radio, though? I think they're listening to their own music that they have connected to Bluetooth or AUX. See, and that depends. Because it depends on what year, model, make of car that they have. Because <clears> some people, like... I have a 2008 Dodge Avenger. I'm not going to go buy a fucking Bluetooth thing. My phone doesn't have an aux jack. Like, this is my phone. Bottom right there, the only dot is for my fucking pen in my phone. I use that to draw more than I use to, you know, draw and take notes for jobs more than I would ever think to use an aux jack anymore. And I'm not going to buy a Bluetooth plug-in thing. For anything, thing, because though, I, I just don't want to spend the money so i listen to the radio that's you though i know plenty of people that just can't stand listening to the radio and that they need to listen to their own music and the people i know i'm generalizing here and you know i might get canceled for those or whatever that but you know fuck you um no fuck you the 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 majority <laughs> of people that are me <laughs> hey, I like the way you think. Hey, Sorkork, I actually can. I, we live in the same area. We live in the same city. Ooh. So I know. And speaking of radio, I was wondering if you ever checked out eighty-eight five. Uh, Cure, Cure, Cure is actually. I it's that's, getting better, dude. That's our. Co- I didn't know they actually revived that station because I know I thought they went dead for like during the pandemic. That's why. That's what I heard. I think it just depends if there's a kid in there. Hitting reset or like updating yeah, a playlist because yeah, it, some days it's on and some it's off even now. Yeah, so. it was it was it was on about probably two days a week in 2017, 2018 in that er, like area. It was literally like two days a week. I'd hear it. We used I to have it. Now. We used to have it on when we were working in the kitchen or our chefs in the kitchen when I had my old job. Um, they would have it on, and the first time that I listened to it. I couldn't believe that they were playing this. I heard the the four notes, the first four notes notes of the Open Up Radiohead's Kid A album, of everything in its right place. 
I'm like, wait a minute, are they actually playing this? I thought it was just going to be some, like, knockoff, like, you know, alternative band that they were going to be playing. But no, like, 88.5, they actually play good music. I was telling you last time, they play a lot of, like, B-side Bowie shit that I'd never heard before. And I was like, this is amazing. Like, so, yeah, I I would never listen to the radio. I would always listen to my own shit. But now I'll I'll flip on KURE to be, like, to update my shit. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. It's nice. I need to listen to them more often because I've kind of strayed away from actual music and I've learned, I've turned on a, a K. Dude, tonight was like, they picked a year. It was like 1982 metal and they've just been playing whatever came out. And I was like, what the fuck is this? It was like Slayer. All like, I was like, this is crazy. And so it just depends on, it's, it, dude, it's everything. It's hip hop. It's like the new shit, like new, um, <clears throat> you know, whatever. It, I actually, when I think of, 88.5, I think of, like, uh, kind of, like, newer, cool kid shit. Yeah. You know? That's but what I thought it was going to be. It's, and sometimes that shit's good, too. But, like, it's all over the place nowadays. I actually think I know the person that runs or is a producer at 88.5. So, that's, that's, he's, he's, I mean, I wouldn't have expected him to, 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 <laughs> to, to, Turned it in that direction, but that's great. But what I've really been doing is I've strayed away from like actual music radio, and I've kind of I've turned on KXNO and Fox Sports Radio because yep. I don't know. I just love listening to you know. You talk about podcasts, Skid App. Like mm-hmm. I don't I don't really consider Fox Sports Radio podcasts. I figure, I consider it actual radio and stuff like that. And so no, that's actual like talk radio. Yeah, show, so I, which I've been is listening the to predecessor that. to podcasts. Yeah, I've been listening to that, and you know. Sometimes, you know, I, I can never tell when they're actually, like, when they have FSR on, because, like, KXNO has their own, like, sports talk radio shows. Right. And, but they're also an FSR, the Fox Sports Radio affiliate, too, so it's kind of, like, weird. But the Murphy Nandy show is kind of pretty cool, too. Yeah, I got a buddy who watches, or listens to that, I think, every day. And I'm not sure if he's a fan or not. I think he, like, hate listens, but he definitely listens to it all the time. I... I'll turn it on if I'm, it's like during the day, you know, if it's on and I happen to be in my vehicle, but other than that. I, I like the Murph and Andy sound show. Off. You watch Sound Off? I do watch Sound Off. See, I wish I watched that more. I just see the clips afterwards. Yeah, I, I, I try to watch Sound Off live every, every single time. And I've called it a couple times, had a, had, when they had the tweets scrolling in, when they switched to their new studio, they, they got rid of the tweets scrolling on there. I had a couple tweets scrolling on there. And actually, what my boss, my old boss, um, he he mentioned my tweet when I came in the next morning. I guess he yeah. watched Sound Off too. But no, like I I like Murph and Andy show just because it's a sports talk radio show, but it kind of reminds me of us in a weird way because they can get off topic but make off topic entertaining. It's very interesting, and I don't know. I I really like it, and I wish it was it was a. Uh, I wish I I could listen to it more often. And and I know uh, I know me I I could tell that I am not interesting because I'm looking down at the bottom of the screen and and seeing you at the bottom of the screen. I'm out here getting I'm out here getting replies from Iowa fans that bet on my bait tweet. What'd oh. you say? So I tweeted out a picture of Obi Toppin going in for a dunk against the Celtics on opening night, and I, I tweeted you, I I tweeted Luca Garza's <laughs> box score that says did not play. For the sole reason of Iowa fans were so pissed that Obi won Player of the Year over him. 
and like and then they were all like up on their high horse about like oh everybody said he wouldn't make it to the nba hasn't made it in the nba contracts don't mean shit look at johnny manzel uh and didn't mm. play on opening night at the same position as a small forward oh wait baluka garza is not a small forward obi toppin is now center smaller than Luca Garza probably going to be a worse center in like in theory than Luca Garza so this is the I easy bait the easy so this, bait this is the first game yeah op- so is that, what, is that a lot of the replies was like it's one game no a lot of like a lot of the replies were like you're trying too hard or Iowa State fans moving the goalposts? No. <laughs> I'm just trying to get you to reply to me, dickhead. It's not hard. And I like I had a Nebraska fan who's also a Bulls fan. Uh he was all like, This is really isn't a fair comparison. He's like actually giving like a real like response. Iowa fan replies to him, being all like, Iowa State fans, <laughs> like, <laughs> get fucked. You bit. Circle Herc. <clears throat> Excuse me. Wow. Circle Herc. Circle yeah, Herc. You're, you're an Iowa fan. Shut up. I'm, I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you, you're a part of the Iowa Hawkeye fan base, right? He says as he's wearing a tiger hot cap. I, I, I just want to make sure. I just want to make sure. I just want to clarify, just in case anybody doesn't know either. Make sure you're not like Snoop fucking high. You think Purdue's gonna slow me down? Fuck you. I just want to know your your <laughs> honest opinion. I want to know your honest opinion of, of Iowa State fans. What do you actually think of the Iowa State fan base? I like them a lot. I I I could use more details or why elaborate. I'm I'm curious. Well, it's. I could get into a back and forth with a guy like Ryan Stivers, which happened a week ago. Like we're literally DMing the entire time as we're like, you know, go forth on main. We're DMing while that's happening. And I'll just, I know what, what he is. I know what ski dap is. You know what I mean? Like, I get what the game is. I know we talked a lot about that on my first episode. Was just like, you're either going to log on and you're going to have fun, or you're going to have the worst fucking time. And it's up to you. And so uh, I used to be that guy. I changed. And so now anytime an Iowa State fan or a fan, I mean, Jesus, Penn State fans recently. I mean, mean, I'm just saying, any fan from any fan base, and I'll, I'll include uh, Iowa Hawkeye fans, obviously. Like, <clears throat> I'm only there, like, I think my purpose on Twitter is just to be funny or try to be funny and try to almost, like, cool heads because people get so worked up on a thing that's not real. Twitter's not fucking real. It's not yeah. real. But people pretend that it is, and... You know, I'm guilty of it. Everybody's guilty of it. Maybe not Jason because he's smart, <laughs> but like, <laughs> it's just, you just, it's not real. So, what do I think of Iowa State fans? Um, I've had great conversations with Iowa State fans. I really do think that, like, 
we have so much more in common than we than we like to like let on and i don't know i guess that's maybe a pussy way out but it's how i view it's how i choose to view it so you tell me you give me the worst of the worst iowa state fan you don't even have to say names you think about it in your head you two and you watching at home think about who that person is in your head it's all love like i don't give a shit i don't know what this person's going through <laughs> like i obviously have a lot more hawkeye follows than iowa state follows and like the dude i can tell you guys off air there's like a lot of people i'm just like oh this is your life like this is sad you know what i mean and not in a negative way not in a judgy way i hope i hope i'm not being like negative towards it but like there was a couple, even today they're not in they're not even saying anything bad or negative it's just like i have to tell everybody this like i don't fucking care about it. no one gives a shit so Iowa State fans are great. Bring it on. You don't you don't fucking scare me. And if we get into a fucking argument, somebody's gonna walk away laughing, and it's gonna fucking be me. So you, if you join me or not, you know, laugh with me, or be salty. I don't I don't really give a shit. I I have stepped back so much from that mentality being like very hard set in it. A lot of it had to do with things that were completely outside. Right. I'm getting water. Don't, be, don't worry. I'm getting water. Okay. okay. I was like, shit. I was like, he's gone. Uh, there goes the podcast. Uh, you can talk now. <laughs> I was like, okay, see you boys. Um, no. So I've stepped back from that mentality very hard. And a lot of 99% of it has to do with things outside of twitter right and I part, of it, part, of, part of it was due to the fact that i kept getting harassed by iowa fans for weeks that's upon awful. weeks upon weeks because of iowa state losses and like i accepted it you know and i made a mistake with somebody that i'm now mutuals with on twitter fully admitted to it both on twitter and on here last week you know, all man up, I'll say it. And people kept tagging me, calling me a crybaby, you know, and a big whiner. And I'm like, you just tagged me in a random ass fucking thread to call me a crybaby. What the hell do you mean? I'm the baby. What? And I was like, I'm done. That's I can't. It. Yeah. I, exactly. Like, like people are people are taking it to the extreme. Yeah. I'll start petty little little shit throwing fights because like. Who gives a fuck? Spencer Petras threw how many interceptions against Purdue? Four? Four. That's literally more than Brock Purdy has ever thrown in a game in his lifetime. And we heard for, we heard firsthand he could not throw the ball forward until his first game as a NCAA Division One quarterback. That's kind of sad. Not gonna lie. <laughs> we won a game where he threw three interceptions. <laughs> like, <clears throat> you know. Like that kind of stuff, I will always pick fun at. And if people are like, "Oh, but we 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 got Brock Purdy benched," so did UNLV. Believe it or not, Brock Purdy didn't end that game. Yeah, obviously we were winning that game. You, it, it, let me ask you something because I I suffer from something. I wonder if you do the same thing. Mm. Do you hold people to your standards? Meaning, 
if if I if you say that right and it's all in mm. jest, it's a mm. funny joke. You want the reciprocation to be equal to or less than. You don't want it to go over the top. Like, um, oh, what's a good example? If I make a joke about, and we'll talk about this later. If I make a joke about Hawkeye fans booing injured players, and I mm. use that word very loosely, we'll we'll talk about that later. Sure. When when I, when guys like Stivers who are literally talking to me in private, being a nice guy, quote tweet me and say Kurt Ferentz is a scumbag. Mm. He almost got me. There's a split second where I go, "Oh, you took it to a dark place." Like you, and what what you have to what I have to realize. I'm not saying I'm not talking for you. What I have to realize mm. in that moment is what I'm doing is projecting what I would have said in that position where I would have, I'm trying to keep it light. I'm trying to make a joke. Mm. This asshole comes at me with this and starts talking shit. I, I get in arguments with my wife, by the way, recently married guys. I don't know if I hey, told you that. Hey, congrats. No congrats. congrats, dude. Yeah. yeah. Since uh, two months ago, since August. Yeah. Nice. Oh, holy back. shit. Congrats. But, but thank you. And, but uh, we get in arguments all the time, both of us. And what we realized after taking like 10 minutes of just like sitting there in it is that it's just our ego saying, that's not what I would have done. Why are you talking to me like that? I would have said it this way. And until you kind of like experience like, and it's it never goes away. I have to constantly work on it just like an addict. I mean, for real. It's never going to go away. But until you like realize what ego death is and try to just tamp that shit down, especially on Twitter, which isn't real in the first fucking place. So like when you say something, what was your example about uh, Peaches throwing four picks? And then the Hawkeye mm -hmm. fans go, well, fucking we beat you. I know that stings. Like I get that that mm. stings, but maybe in their mind, they're just like, that's their way. They saw what you said and took offense to that. Right. Mm. They shouldn't have. They didn't know you were trying to be lighthearted. And mm. now that's, or they did. And this is their version of it, but I totally understand. And it is different. Finn, what you were saying earlier about people, uh, kind of going above and beyond off mm. of Twitter and harassment. Right. Obviously, that's a problem and you need to handle that differently, but day to day right. type stuff. I wonder if that's a problem for you. Cause I know if it's not, it's not, but it's definitely a problem for me. I think, I think it depends. So like with the harassment thing, I've dealt with harassment for a little over a year now. And that harassment has come not just on Twitter, but outside of Twitter. Um, I've gotten letters to my house, which yeah, is, it's absolutely terrifying like like genuinely because this isn't i don't own this house this is my parents house and i'm i'm proud to say that as somebody who lives in their parents house uh as somebody who also lives in their parents house uh because they're a felon and can't get a job at the age of 20 29 um you know shouldn't be sending me letters mm -hmm. you know that was that was a direct jab at someone if you know you know um but like you know, that I don't brush off, but I can handle. Right. But then, like, there are times yeah. where, and I, I, I can't tell if they're jo like joking or not. There have been <laughs> times where I think that they're joking, 
<laughs> and it turns out that they're not because you know, I've had it. I've had it with you. I've had it with oh, you. Yeah. But and and I'll I'll be like what? And you're like, oh, it's, this is what I mean. And then I'm like, I'm an idiot. I just didn't get it. You know what right. I mean? Right. And it's it's very hard to tell with me because I'll take a super serious topic. I'll make a joke about it. Or, you know, there are times where it's like anything that has to do with like human rights, LGBTQ stuff, uh, you know, race, anything like that. I tend not to make jokes about it unless it has to do with the group that I'm in. You know, like I love making the joke like, you know, can you imagine if like roles were fl- roles were flipped in discrimination and oppression with gay rights and like straight people were the oppressed ones like you go to drink from the wrong water fountain and suddenly you hear snapping and show tunes coming from the shadows <laughs> like that like that would be terrifying right i i don't know i told that joke to one of my friends that's gay and he was like that's really really funny right. um <laughs> and i was like thank you connor love you um and um, like and and so like so, stuff like you know I'll make I'll make jokes in private, but those aren't things that I joke about publicly. But then suddenly I'll make like some super super dry joke about like uh, I I make jokes all the time about the Chris Doyle situation because I feel like that was handled so poorly for so many years, and that just really pisses me off on the basis of I don't know I don't know how many like Afri- like African American friends that I've had that have played college football and like how many of them get treated like shit in public still until they until people learn that they're part of their favorite football team mm-hmm. so like that really pissed me off and I'll make super super dry jokes about that I think one time I made a joke about like oh incoming uh yeah, I think I made a joke about like incoming assistant coach of the year award to some school that had like multiple African American football players sent to the hospital due to heat exhaustion. I don't know how many Iowa fans I had in my mentions. Like, wow, this is fucking tasteless. I'm like, no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> like, you are the same people that would celebrate Dave Chappelle's latest special. You know, which I which I know that you tweeted about, and we can. We can maybe touch on later if we have time. Sure. Like, but like stuff like that. Like, I'm very hard to read on Twitter, and I like to keep it that way because more than anything, some things can be joked about at times. Some things can't be joked about at times, and it's up to the person to decide. But then, when like, you know. A good, a really, really, really good example would actually be the Jordan Bohannon situation at the bar. I am of the opinion that violence is never the answer. I don't condone what happened, but also, if I was being a dick to people and somebody came in up and rocked my shit, I'd be like mad at the situation, but I wouldn't be mad at the person because. I would understand that that's just kind of how it goes. You know, I deserved it. And I will always be of that opinion, whether I'm the fucking president of the United States or I am some dude who shines shoes at the, at the local city hall, you know, 
And I, I made a few jokes about that mainly because he was on the ground. Uh, last I checked, that was my favorite picture. Him laying in his own puddle of puke. <laughs> That's such a good picture. Dude's out there living his life. It's going to be one of those shows, Jason. <laughs> this is going to get nuts. And I'm, like, I'm just here to sit and like, I get that a lot of Iowa fans are going to be like pissed at me for saying that. A lot of Iowa fans are going to fully disagree. And you're entitled to your opinion. That's cool. But as lo- so long as you have your opinion, I will respect it. And I expect that you respect mine. No, again, I don't condone violence. Should not have been punched. But it happened. We have to quite literally accept that because we cannot change it. And so, like, I'm of the opinion, yeah, if he was being a dick, he got punched. He needs to accept it at this point because it happened. He can't change it. He can't go get unpunched. And if and if he said and if he and the guy agree to let Bohannon deck the guy, I'm gonna be like, cool. Sounds like a p- good plan to me. I I literally could could give could give less of a fuck. But it's one of those things where it's like you know opinions on Twitter will vary, and I made jokes about that. I avoided it for a bit because we had the Keith Duncan episode sitting on the rocks. And I had, I don't know how many Iowa fans applauding me for that. And then suddenly I'm just laying it on. And they're all like, dude, what the fuck? I thought you were better than this. I'm like, nah, I'm not. Nah, nah. Uh, I'm going to take cheap shots where I can. Get fucked. And like, but I also didn't complain when Iowa fans were making fun of Iowa State for the possible dissolution of the Big 12. Like, that's funny if it doesn't affect you. It's like somebody falling off of a ladder. You might laugh. You didn't fall off a ladder. I, I I didn't give a fuck. I was one of those people where it's like, it doesn't affect me and my fan base at all. May I interrupt? So I'm going to laugh. May I interrupt? Okay. You said something about it's funny. What did you say? It's, fun- it's funny. It's funny when it doesn't affect you. That's actually something Dave Chappelle said. He said, Dave Chappelle said, it's funny until comedy is funny until it happen- until it happens to you. Right, the people that comedians make jokes about directly, it's not funny to them. I'll sit back and listen to that one. John Mulaney's former wife, I'm sure that most of the jokes that he made about her being a Jew and all those things weren't funny to her. Made him a lot of money, though. You know? So I'm sure she wasn't too sad about it, but it's like, it's funny when it doesn't happen to you. I feel like you two can't inherently disagree. Oh, I'm going to disagree. There's a lot you just said there that I have to disagree with. Okay. Uh, okay. First off, I think everything is on the table. Anything can be funny. And it it is subjective. So we agree there where if, if someone doesn't find it funny, for example, the trans community really doesn't find Dave Chappelle's news special funny, right because it's about them but the problem is is i honestly don't know if anybody watched i don't know if they those people that walked out yesterday at netflix watched it and i'll just let's start here did you guys watch it i did i made sure that i watched it it was actually really painful because most of it wasn't comedy and it's kind of like bo burnham's inside to me um i've watched bo burnham's inside a lot actually 
like I think six or seven times because the more I watch it, the more I get it. Hate the skits. The skits suck no, so I'm, much. The white I, woman's Instagram made. I, no, no, I no. The the songs in that stuff are great, but where he's talking, actually, I hate it. It sucks. I get that it's part of a classic comedy, like a comedy in the sense of William Shakespeare, where it brings you through like all of the emotions. It has the very large highs and the very large lows, you know, all, all of that. Cause that's what a comedy was originally supposed to be back when they were first quote unquote created as a genre was they were supposed to just uh, present a wide array, array of emotions for you. And I do want, I, I do want to say a lot of stuff that does happen to me is very funny. Like that, that affects me is funny. And I'm not going to say that all of it's not, unfunny to me so i just want to address that here now because i can almost guarantee you that i'm gonna get people harassing me like my- saying saying that i say that it has to happen to somebody else for me to think it's funny everything um about the i guess when i say everything can be funny like i really truly believe that my biggest problem is hypocrites so when when someone says um Jordan Bohannon deserved to get hit. I saw a ton of jokes from Cyclone Twitter that were funny, and I laughed mm-hmm. at. Them. I mm-hmm. thought they were funny. My problem is when those same people then complain when Hawkeye fans make fun of somebody getting hurt or whatever. And it's like, dude, you just got done. Okay, also, when you say... Define hurt. I don't Define condone- getting hurt. I don't condone violence is what you said. And then you said Mm -hmm. he deserved it. My eyes crossed, dude. I don't know what you're, what, (laughs) what are you talking about? Okay. That's that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. But, and, and I'll be fair to you. I'm the guy who just said, everything's funny. Mm -hmm. So when I, I saw Stivers who does stand up, right. I saw him make a joke. I can't remember what it was, but it was funny to me. Like I laughed. It was about that incident and I laughed. So uh, again, I just, if you don't laugh, does that not mean does that mean it's not funny to anybody? And the okay, like the Chappelle stand-up, I don't know what you guys watched. Or these people that are upset, I don't know what you watched. The last 15 minutes is like a giant love story, a personal story. Trans his only trans friend mm-hmm. that ended up killing herself. Right. Because of that being, community being connected to him. Right. If I remember correctly. She she came out online and defended him after his Sticks and Stones special came out. And he, they really went off on, after him. And so she came on and, and to defend him. And they drug her through the fucking mud. And then seven days later, she ended up killing herself. And it's, it's a love story. And it, like, look, you're, you're absolutely right. There are, he has become a little preachy. There are jokes peppered in and there's stuff that like he's okay. Here's a great example. He talks about one of the main things is, is I'm not mad at trans people. I'm mad at white people. When I hear that as a white dude, I don't necessarily laugh to me. It's not Hmm. a joke. It's not funny. When he, when he started talking about white people, I just listened. I I Exactly. Me too. I just listened. Yeah. And he had the George Floyd. uh, Yeah. 
special mini special or whatever. Not really any jokes, but it was really you know he's more of like a rock and tour nowadays than anything. He's just yeah. a storyteller, and um, and on top of that, I am a straight white guy. If you're out there and you're watching this and you're trans and you hated Dave Chappelle, brothers and sisters, like I'm here with you. You don't have to like Dave Chappelle. I totally get it. You know, um, so but it it does. I don't know. I get a little worked up when it comes. I love comedy. Rest in peace, Norm Macdonald. Mm-hmm. Like my favorite, favorite, favorite. I love comedy. Um, I think personally, it's going to save us. Um, so I don't like it when people come after it, and I definitely don't like it when people who and credit to you, Finn for watching it, even though it was hard, it was a tough pill for you to swallow. I'm glad that you at least gave it a shot. You don't have to like the same shit I do, but we just disagree. God damn it. That doesn't mean we're enemies. In fact, in my opinion, we're in the country that God damn it. This is where we do that. Yeah. I have friends. Should be. Yeah. Like we fucking it's, I would, I would hate it. If you loved every single thing I loved, I would fucking hate my existence. It'd be it's like a, it'd be like a it'd be like a circle herc every day. It's a circle herc. That's <laughs> I see. Oh my! Time out real quick from the serious talk. Uh, the Go Iowa Awesome Gang has a new podcast um, on YouTube. I saw I that recently. Uh, got into the comments, and it's the fucking so on YouTube. It's like the it's my doll avatar. Mm. And it says Circle Herc, and like they they had to say Circle Herc live or whatever, which is nothing on here. But like right. those guys don't really fuck with me, <laughs> you know what I mean? And so they they but they put it on to their credit, and they said it, and you could see the guy going like, ah, Circle Herc has a good point. The, you know, it was anyway. I thought that was hilarious. Go check those guys out. After. I I disagree on that for the reason of they posted a joke about a Jack Trice quote. And mm-hmm. have not deleted it still, even was though that, they have was admitted. Them, was, that, was that them or Blackheart Gold Pants? Both. Was it, okay. There was, there kind of, was multiple large Iowa accounts. Go and Iowa like, was. I think they were one of the last ones, which is one of my big issues. And like, like, I get it if people didn't know that We Will came from Jack Trice's I Will. But at okay. the same that's time. A great, that's a great example. Go ahead. But at, but at the same time. I have always been of the opinion ignorance is not an excuse, which is why when you make a mistake due to ignorance, like I did calling a Wisconsin fan racist because I thought that he was talking about Jack Trice when he was talking about a Wisconsin player whose last name was Trice. I deleted what I could, what I, what I thought that I had put out. You know, if I missed something, I would love for somebody to call me out on it and I will delete it. And then I apologize to them personally because that kind of thing matters because ignorance is not an excuse for anything like that. And when something matters to somebody as much as a quote does to Iowa State of we will, that comes directly from the person that our stadium is named after. That like that kind of thing, in my opinion, is absolutely inexcusable for anybody to make fun of. What was the joke? Do you remember? We will lose to Iowa for the sixth straight time. See, I again, I don't think that's 
malicious. I don't think I, that it was. I don't think that it was malicious, but I think that it goes to the point of ignorance of what it is and what the meaning of it is. Maybe. And it would, it, to me, it would be like calling somebody who, because we've had a nine a non-binary guest on this podcast, and they are very careful to let everybody know that they would prefer to be called they them but they are okay with being called he him but i always make sure to call them they them because that is what they prefer and for a long time it was close to like six months i was calling he him and then they tell me hey i would really prefer if you called me this i i identify as non-binary and i'm like hey man i didn't know i'm sorry i really do apologize so i've made sure to do that since then and it's not something that's malicious, but it's something that is more so a common courtesy to someone that just deserves the respect. Because at the end of the day, it's that small thing, no matter how small, no matter who it is, that differentiates the people that, you know, it, it differentiates the people that, you know, make up what we would call the, you know, what I, I guess I'm going to speak as a boomer here. It would make up the, nor, you know, differentiate the normal people from the snowflakes. And I'd rather be a snowflake than be a normal person because I believe that everybody de- deserves the respect that they want. May I shed some light on the Jack Trice quote? So. Please. I think. Do you, so, do you not know a whole lot about the Jack Trice quote, I will, Circle Herc? Uh I am born and raised in Boone, Iowa, so I know a lot about Jack Trice. We, yeah, that uh, was taught to us, basically, in school. So I I did not go to Iowa State, um, but yeah, that was a big part of respect growing up. And no, I, just, I just wanted to check to make sure that Jason didn't no, like, right. reach to you. Uh, what I was going to say was just that, you know, as a student of Iowa State University, I can say for myself, I can't really say for the entire student body, but, you know, Jack Trice is a very protected, sacred human being, um, idea, logo, everything about Jack Trice is just very protected. I am still extremely pissed off at Mid-American Energy for putting their name alongside Jack Trice Stadium. I, I I'm salty about that just because to me Jack Trice is like a the you know the meme of we need to protect this man at all costs remember that like that that to me is just, everything about Jack Trice is just we need to protect it and even like the statue that was in front of Jack Trice Stadium is now has now been moved to Central Campus I'm still a little pissed off about that but yeah um it has? But, yeah yeah it's now it's now by Beardshear the financial office not financial aid the uh the, where all the money goes in basically you mean what? you mean the president that you mean the president that tried to get rid of frat life is that what wendy tried to do i don't know i have no idea what no beard beard tried to get rid of greek life well like it, that's why it's a tradition to <coughs> pee on beard well as a as a greek jack trice has been moved over over there 
And I that's remember specifically shit. the my first season of actually going to football games, which was in fall of 2017. It was a it was a Kansas game. It was raining. This is when Jack Trice, the, the statue of Jack Trice, was out in front of the stadium. People put a poncho over him. So, like we, to me, it's just I I I love the story as much as you know. However, butchered the story has become over the years. Um, I still appreciate his legacy, and I, I just there's there's that part of me that it's just like Jack Trice's Iowa State, Jack Trice's. You know, sometimes I get emotional just thinking about the story and thinking about the letter. Just thinking about the letter, thinking about the letter, mm-hmm. not so much the story. Thinking about the letter because the story has kind of been fabricated, uh, mm-hmm. I, as as I think you've have said before, and kind of. Yeah. So the but, yeah the the story's been like definitely embellished quite a bit. The true story is that he was he was trampled during the game against Minnesota, which was all but confirmed uh, due to the fact that he was black. Because why would the entire team run over one player? That's absolutely stupid. Like in logistically almost impossible. In a football play, like Circle Herc, you've seen, you know, one or two football games in your lifetime. You know how a t- play typically develops, even back in 1908. Like, I'm sure we've all seen that movie with George Clooney playing football in a leather helmet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it, like, like, the plays developed about the same as they do today. For 11 players to trample over somebody wearing spikes... That 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 doesn't happen on accident. And then he died because doctors refused him treatment for the same reason that hotels would refuse the Brooklyn Dodgers quarters because he was black. Jackie Robinson was black. Discrimination was absolutely rampant. And doctors are like, no, he's black. We're not going to see him. Sorry. Go to a black hospital. And that's why he died. Yeah. Yes, he was killed by the University of Minnesota football team. But the like the reasoning was all like it's been it's been uh shit, what's the word? Fabricated. Uh not fabricated. Um because they just left out details. Misconstrued. Misconstrued is one way to put it. I'm trying to. uh, It's been my point being is that like fantasized. My my point being is that you know the story, you know as the story that is being told the way it is, why may not be true. The the whole concept of Jack Trice is still very sacred in my heart, and it's sacred in a lot of our student body's heart. There's a reason why the logo, the the Jack Trice. I mean. They're called the Jack Trice Stripes now just because they, that was a uniform at the time. There's a reason So many why... teams wore it at the time, but we are the, we're the school that holds on to it. And, and, and once you walk up on the east side of the stadium, you walk up those stairs, you are greeted by a, uh, a statue of Jack Trice uh, ingrained into the wall of, of the stadium with quotes and everything like that. So... I could say this for sure is that no matter what you don't you don't disrespect Jack Trice at all, and which and that's why I'm so mad about at Mid American Energy because yes I get it you put you dumped a lot of money into our athletics department thank you for that 
But get your dumbass logo and your name off of that stadium and off of that field. Because I'm it, it, I'm of the opposite opinion on that. I'm not so much mad about that because I get sports as a business at the end, at the end of the day. And I'm happy that we're the only I'm not happy that we're the only one. I shouldn't say that. I'm happy that we are a D1 university that has an African American athlete as the namesake of our of our stadium. And I was very happy when Duke Slater became the namesake of Iowa's field. Is that this season or is that next season? This season. It's already taken effect. This season? Wow, I would have expected it to be next season because what was it? Nebraska announced Tom Osborne Field being a thing like two days before the first game of whatever that season was. And then it took a little over a year for it to happen. Um, a lot of it, I think, just has to do with the turf, like coming in and the logistics of actually putting it in. So, like, it wouldn't have surprised me had Iowa actually like taken a while to put it in. But but, but like, that's that's the difference between you and I though. Like, I I am of the person that values morals over over business. I I, yeah. I see your point. I do see your point that you know it is a business, and I get it. You know, I fully one hundred percent understand. You know, putting their name on there. It's just my morals take over in this in, in this scenario. Right. So if you were Jamie Pollard, you would have been like, "We're not going to put your name on there." No. Is what you're saying? No. I get that. No, I, I 100% get that. And I'm not saying that I wouldn't necessarily be in the same position. I can't say that I I can't say that I would be in the same position. I can't say that I wouldn't be. I just, you know, that's a position that I'm never going to be in. So I can't say that I'm mad about it, but I can't say that I'm not going to like, you know, be like, if it wasn't there, that'd be better. Because it would be better if it wasn't there. What, what other situation? At Iowa, I don't know how long it's been Mid American Field or what it was before. Twenty eighteen. Originally, it was going to be Mid America. Uh, it was originally it was going to be Jack Trice Field. Okay, great. How, and how, it was when you say originally, like so when they renamed it to Jack Trice Stadium, they what was the name they were going to name it? Fuck. It was Jack it Trice was, Field at Cyclone Stadium. I think is what it was. No, no, no. It was going to be named to something else that the stadium was and. They were, I think they were going to name it after a former f- president. And that president or donor, whoever it was, was incredibly bigoted. And, stu- and the student body is the reason that it's named Jack Trice Stadium today. Because this, not, this is actually true. I think less than, a, less than two years before that, they had like found Jack Trice's original letter to his family in archives at the university like jack trice wasn't known until i want to say it was around like it was less than 20 years ago it was either like 20 or 30 ish years ago somewhere in there they would have been 30 something because 20 uh because I remember it getting renamed somewhere in like 90s, late, very late 90s is when it got renamed the Jack Trice Stadium. Okay, so it was probably in the 30s or like 30, about 30-ish years ago at the, at like, you know, somewhere in there. They just found out about Jack Trice because the university tried to hide it because they were embarrassed. Not only that they had let it happen, but that something as awful as that had happened, period, under their watch. 
you know, it's kind of like being embarrassed, not only that you allowed it to happen, but also that it did happen and that it would be associated with your name forever. Not realizing that Jack Trace was quite literally a martyr. And a lot of it has to do with the systemic, the systemic racism that's built into Midwest culture. And like, I say this as somebody who has grown up in the Midwest, we're pretty fucking racist, whether we like realize it or not. Like, it's really sad how often I'll hear people say to me, like, you know, I'm not trying to be racist. And I'm like, oh, shit, they're going to say something super racist, aren't they? They'll be like, Hispanic people really like bright colors. It's like, I like bright colors. I'm not. I'm white as shit. What do you mean? The reason why the timing was because I I think you're at, I mean, not to take away anything you said, Hmm. but I to be honest <clears throat> about how things and culture work today, I think we're kind of victims of circumstance. So the reason why the reason why Duke Slater Field exists and got hurried up and isn't next season, it is this season, was because of what happened over the summer. Oh, I mean, let's, no, let's, that would make sense. No, hundred percent. It's always that been, would make sense. Always been in the works. In mm-hmm. fact, for a long time. It was almost the same story as what you're telling. I don't yeah. remember when it was. But Somebody decided enough was enough. Ago, they were like, "We're gonna name it. We're gonna name it either Duke Slater Stadium or we're gonna name it Duke Slater Field." And it got buried for reasons. Uh-huh. And then it happened. And it did it happen too late? Fuck yeah, it did. And that sucks. Mm-hmm. But but it happened. And not and that's then that's something to celebrate. Everybody's celebrating it. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm celebrating it. If you think, I, if you I, think that Midwesterners are, are racist and that's your truth, then that's mm-hmm. your truth. But those racists, I haven't heard one peep out of those motherfuckers about Duke Slater Field. In fact, it's way cooler than U.S. Cellular fucking field or whatever the fuck it was before. And everybody knows that. You know why? Right. No. Because yeah. Duke Slater wasn't black. He was a fucking Hawkeye. And right. those, that's, that's what those motherfuckers care about hawkeye fans so yeah you're absolutely right do we have problems you damn right will those problems are those problems getting better i think so do they still are they still there sure but we're kind of all victims of circumstance and for you said you'd rather be your boomer type you'd rather be a snowflake um i wouldn't i actually hate woke i hate it but i love the things that come from it I so I'm, I'll never I'll never I'll never pretend to be super woke. I still make jokes that are offensive. I'm not gonna pretend that I don't. Okay, I I'm not bigoted. However, I will still make jokes that suck ass. Okay, that shouldn't be made. Sorry, I I'll you know it's it's kind of like one of those things. Some you know some things are okay until they're not. And that's fine that they become not okay. You know, saying the F slur was okay ten, literally 10 years ago. That's not that long ago. 10 years ago. Albert, I was in middle ten, school. Yeah. No, that 10 years true. ago, St. Louis Cardinals won a World Series. Can you believe that? They won with the current manager of the fucking Chicago White Sox. How is this related? Let me just ask, how is this related? 
things become okay and then they're not okay. Tony LaRusso, Tony LaRusso was okay in 2011. He's not okay in 2021. <laughs> you know, still like, and that happens. That's fine. But we need, but like, the thing about being woke, being woke and woke culture is trying to pretend to be on top of what's not okay. And I don't like that. I never will like that. I will, I will follow what I believe is best for the most people, but I would always rather be called a snowflake to say, and I actually wonder what do white people do, Jason? Here, here's my issue with woke culture. And and here here and if you want to connect it to white people, I, I could I could say this. My I issue with woke culture, culture. My issue Sorry. with woke culture is it's mostly white people deciding what they what they're it's mostly yeah. white people making decisions for people of color. Yeah. Well, not people of color, but just it's people that aren't oppressed. Yeah, that, making that's decisions for people that are oppressed. So so my issue with woke culture is like there are a lot of things that are getting cancelled. We'll use canceled for reasons that they feel that that they feel like it offends like the the targeted group, but the targeted group actually really doesn't care. If, if that makes sense, I don't know if that makes okay. sense. Can I, can I get a little personal then? Yeah, go ahead. White, how do you feel about Latinx? I hate it, and I I would from what I everything what? that heard is that what? those people don't like that at all it does if they don't like it i i hate latinx can someone can someone explain i thought that was just uh i thought that was just taking the o out of latino Here, to make here's, it here's like which is gender neutral gendered and so white woke motherfuckers are trying to make it so it's not by putting an x is that right jay i, I don't want to my understanding of it is that they're trying to make it gender neutral because Latino or Latina is is gendered, and they're trying to make it gender neutral by saying Latinx. My stance on it is it, I hate it. You know why? Because Spanish, Spanish has well defined masculine or feminine. It's like, a gendered words. language. I don't really. I wouldn't really say like fucking la mapa, like the word for map. I I I said I probably butchered, I butchered that pronunciation. I'm sorry. I'm sick, and I haven't spoken Spanish very well. In La mapa es femenina. Yeah. So like the the Spanish word for map is feminine. Like, do you think we really care if it's if it's like you know mm. a map can't have a gender? We're not gonna call it La Map X or whatever like that. Like it, to it, it, counter argument. I've I found a lot of. Um, Thanks for answering that, Jason. I, w- I wanted to ask you that privately, so that's cool that you... No, I, 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 I hate it. I despise it. I despise the Latinx, and I despise the fact My... that our multicultural center, or I don't even know, I, I think maybe our multicultural center on campus, has also kind of turned to using Latinx and all this other stuff. My, my sole counter-argument is I have found a lot more Hispanic people using Latinx than I have found them using Latino-Latina in, you know, my yeah. experiences. Yeah, I think a lot of them appreciate it more because it it fits in it it fits in more to you know culture er, to languages that don't have inherently 
gendered terms because literally every every noun in Spanish is gendered. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it? Doors puerta. Yeah, la puerta. That's, doors, that's are, doors are girls, apparently, in Spanish. A door in English is a fucking door. You know? And I feel like a lot of them feel like they prefer that. And so they're all like, you know, I don't want to be defined by being a Latino or Latino. I want to be defined by being, you know, Latinx if they don't want to use the term Hispanic. Oh, and just to be clear, I don't I don't have a dog in the fight. I don't give a shit. Um, no, I, I, I don't either personally. <laughs> to the woke community being mainly white and putting their ideals on right. other right. clients. That's, that's my right. issue. That's the issue that I have I, is that... I hate that shit as if you're like subhuman or something. Yeah, as, you know as, what I'm saying now. As a person of color, as a person who's both Hispanic and Asian, you know, especially the you know the Asian-American uh, violence that happened last year, and I, I don't know if it still continued into early this year. But Wait, like, you're Asian? Yes, I am. Yes. No, I'm sorry. Shot. That was a really, really shitty joke. I know shot. that you're like Pacific Islander. Uh, Pacific, uh, Pacific Islander. I don't Mexican, really consider right? myself Pacific Islander just because I, I don't know if Filipinos consider themselves Pacific Islanders. That's that's uh, as far as I have been as far as I have been to- told by uh, by those that call themselves Filipino. Uh, yes, it is. They can also say Pacific Islander. But anyway, I checked on this for you. Yeah, my, my, so I could call you Pacific Islander. Wait, hold on, hold on. Shit. Say that again. Say that again. Say that again. Say that again. Say that last things that you just said. I I I checked, I checked with multiple people about something. You, for you Jason, caught that sort of didn't you? So yeah. I could call him Pacific Islander without feeling shitty, because if I did call him Pacific Islander and Filipinos do not call themselves Pacific Islander. Uh, that would be wrong, and I would stop doing that. <laughs> you, you you said these words. I checked for you. Yes. I checked for you. And no, that's... no, no, not 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 for you, for you, for me. No, that's what you said, though. For you. I I understand what I said. Uh, I don't think it's a. I see your point. This yeah. isn't a circle. Gets it. No, I mean, I I see both of your points. I don't think you're trying to have a get-you moment for, for here, here, here's, here's my just, I guess, final opinion on it. I think he it's is. Just, I, I hate, I, I don't like having decisions made for me, for my culture, or for my ethnicity, or for my race, from other people that can't identify with it. No, I checked with Filipinos. I asked Filipinos. No, I, I, understand, yeah, I, Filipinos I, know, I understand what you're them. saying. Okay. I understand what you're saying. So, but that's just that's just my, I I don't like, because like the the idea of woke culture was to basically Inclusive. lessen the oppressed individuals. But basically, what you're doing is it, you're oppress you're further oppressing the oppressed. Uh, you're speaking my language, baby. I don't. Are, were you, as far as I know. You're you're from Illinois. Yes, I'm from the United States. I'm a U.S. <laughs> citizen. I have a social security card, and I have a U.S. passport and a U.S. ID. I'm a, so, I'm a I'm a dumbass, right? But <laughs> what state is that? That's as far as I that's as far as I go. That's all I know about you. I you know I DM you. I talk to you. Like I interact with you. <clears throat> if I didn't like you, I wouldn't talk to you. And I, I would assume the same for me. Um, 
I'm not going to tiptoe around eggshells. No offense, Finn. I'm just saying, I'm not going to do. Fucking lay it on me, oh. So that I don't try to offend you, because as whether it's mutual or not, you're my bro, and I don't give a shit about Hell yeah, any, brother. any of that other shit. So I, but you're speaking my language when you say that stuff. Like it's almost like these people. Through trying to be more tolerant and more inclusive, are segregating. Yes. You're all you're doing is segregating. <laughs> it's I think rather than making with more steps. I, I think I mean? rather rather than making a decision for an entire group of people, the way the way my mind works is I I ask people individually, hey, what do you prefer to be called? Like, because it's very personal. Like some people, like you know, this might be a shock. This this might be new to some people, but like. I'm also Native American, but I don't okay, really... Actually, I didn't know that. Yeah, see, you know, fuck that. No, I don't talk to those people. Get me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also Native American, but do I identify as Native American? No, because I don't really practice a lot of their, their culture and everything like this. Some other Yo, some other, other members of my family do like practice it more. I just feel, for me, it would just feel wrong for me to call myself Native American and put like... You know, even like apply for Native American exclusive scholarships. It just it feels wrong for me, even though I am technically on a technical standpoint. Yes, I am Native American. But if you were to come to me and ask, like, say, hey, are you a Native American? Do I do you identify as Native American? I am Native American, but I don't really identify with it because I, it would feel wrong for me to identify as Native American because I don't really practice or participate in a lot of the Native American practices. I would 100 percent. If I was part Native American, I would 100% apply for those scholarships because holy fuck, is college expensive, and I will take every fucking saving grace that I could get. See, there, there's fuck. There's that difference between us, though. Again, see morals versus business. <laughs> right. I also have to pay thirty six thousand dollars a year for Iowa State, whereas you pay in state tuition. I think I do pay in state tuition. So, and like, I actually do pay it because financial aid has decided to fuck off of me. So. So if I like, I, I, I think a, a gen, a genuine, a genuinely huge part of that comes down to, uh, in my opinion, like if I if I were paying in state tuition, probably would consider it much less. But to me, it's all like thirty six thousand dollars a year. Uh, <laughs> I'd like that buffered a little bit, please. I really would. That there, would be very nice. There's a pro- proverbial. Uh, term for this for the differences please, that we please have. tell me it's a native american thing because that would be super fucking badass no it's not oh, I, don't, I don't i don't know what the actual thing is is but it, it is basically it comes down to morals versus money for morals versus needs and i always fall on the morals kind of person i'm just i'm very moral See, morals versus needs well, you okay? Because your example is, you need to pay for thirty. You need to pay thirty six thousand dollars. You need assistance. You would take that assistance. You would drop mm. all morals, and you would immediately take that assistance. Needs is if not I the right Aladdin, word. I'm, if I, I, I were in Aladdin's shoes, I would steal bread. I I don't know the exact term. I really don't. I wish I did, but I don't know. But I, it's just for me the morals. You know, fuck. You know. The uh, you know during the pandemic when we were all online, fuck mm-hmm. I could have cheated as much as I wanted to. My morals oh, told I, me no though. You know, oh, in, I during in, online school I haven't I haven't cheated a bit. You know if I it's, if I cheated if I cheated, my GPA would be a lot higher 
than it is. Or I don't know if it'd be a lot higher, but it'd be higher than it is now. <laughs> Wouldn't be a lot higher than a 4.0, would it? <laughs> My GPA would definitely be lower than gasoline prices, but you know, it's it would still be higher than what it is now. But I took the I took the moral route, and in 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 essence, I took the L because you know, financial aid doesn't care about your morals if you're doing things properly. They just care. They just look at numbers. And you're a numbers guy, too. I mean, I'm a numbers guy, but you're a numbers guy, too. But I kind of look deeper into statistics, whereas, like, some people would just look at numbers and just make a a compare, just make a conclusion out of it. All right, thanks. I've co-authored 14 studies. And I I make... And and I make a... I'm a, I, I think it's maybe I'm a proponent of that just because I've I've talked with a lot of other people and and I, I've 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 actually thought about this recently. You know, if I had never if I had never met the person that I met uh, during my freshman year of college or actually just technically my senior year of high school, you know, would I do better? academically and i think yes i would but i'd also be a lot dumber in life and less understanding of people in 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 life and i'd rather have that knowledge of people in life than just having the technical knowledge of books and everything like this and you know if i didn't meet that person if i didn't meet that person i wouldn't know how to communicate with other people and i'd i value that it's it's what you value more and i value that more than i do you know hey i I, i'm i'm okay with having a 2.1 than a three point whatever five, and if I'm look if I'm an employer, if I'm an employer and I'm looking at, at these GPAs, I'm not gonna just immediately throw out the two five or the two eight. Like say I have okay, you need a three point or or higher to work for us. If I'm an Wait, HR, hold on, hold on. I want I want to interrupt for one second. Who the fuck puts their GPA on the resume? Engineers do. Why? We're supposed to. It's absolutely. Super stupid. Uh, I pity you fools. I don't for like spending as many years in school as you do, as well as uh, having to put your GPA and your fucking resume. Fucking nerds. I, I yeah, most people do put on a resume, but my point is like I, I I don't like I don't like GPAs as a measurement. So when you know if I'm working for a company and they have a three point or whatever that, and I'm a hiring manager, I'm gonna look at everybody's resume though. I'm gonna look at their GPAs. I'm not gonna throw out the the two five. I'm not gonna throw out the 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 two eight. I'm not gonna immediately hire the three eight. I'm gonna ask each one of them, you know, the story behind their GPA because there's a story behind everybody's GPA, and I'm probably gonna hire the person that has a you know a subpar GPA like a two five. I'm probably gonna hire the two five if they have more perseverance and persistence than the person that has a three eight that has absolutely no other experience in life or anything or doesn't know how to communicate with people. It's just my morals. Like, yeah, okay, 3-8, you excelled in school. But how much did you struggle, though, either? People with lower GPAs, I've noticed in talking with people with lower GPAs, they have more of a story, and I feel like they're better workers. They're better people to be around because they have a story of perseverance and overcoming overcoming, uh, obstacles. You know, those are the people that haven't quit. Those are the people that have been knocked down on their feet and knocked down further and knocked down further. But they continue to keep going. They continue to keep rising to the occasion and still persist and know what they want to do. So when they're faced with a challenge on the job, 
they know how to overcome it. Whereas like somebody with a three eight, if they were just only in their books the entire life, if they were encountered with a life situation, they would probably just freeze. How do I know? I've met a lot of people that just freeze up in those situations. I'm a double E. I'm a, I'm an electrical engineering student. A lot of my fellow electrical engineering students have absolutely <laughs> zero idea how to communicate with other people. And because those are the people that actually have high GPAs also. Those are the people I don't want to be around because they are the people that are just like, oh, I'm so high and mighty. And everything I say you have to do is because everything I do is right and everything I can do no wrong. Whereas the people that don't have as high a GPA, they're willing, they're more willing to listen. But that's my two cents. I know I went on a long rant about it. I might have gone off topic. Yeah, that's a. It's interesting because I was just going to you're it started with uh, I think your whole point was morals over financial gain or whatever it was. Uh, I was looking for another, uh, you know, Mark Twain, whatever you think about the guy. Um, he's the two. He has two different quotes. One is the first one I thought of when you said that Jason was he says an honest man never has to remember what he said. I love that so much. If you, if you never tell a lie, then you never have to remember what you said in the past. But Mark Twain also said, honesty is the best policy when there's money in it. So he, yeah. <laughs> and I, okay. So the first off, don't look it up on live. Uh, obviously, look it up later. There's a Louis C.K. joke about Mark Twain that has the first quote that I said in it as a setup and then the punchline, and it's maybe the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. But it has the uh, gamer word in it. So obviously, <gasps> but, it's, but it's not, and he says it, but like it's not what you think. It's not what you think. It's a, the joke is about Mark Twain. He probably says it in um, the context of, and I'm I'm I can't yeah. say, you know, I'm yeah. I'm a person of color, but I'm not black, so I can't no. say that, you know. Oh, no. I, I, dude, I have. Who's gonna say this? Who's who's gonna say this? I'm not even drunk. I'm just talking with my friends. I'm not gonna pretend that like I've never said that word before, or that mm. I've never heard that word before. Or that, okay, I can honestly say I've never said that word in, like, I've never meant that word. I've never meant it as, like, a hurt thing. Um, but I hate that word. After a while, you just start to not like the flavor of the word, of the slur. After a while, the joke, even if it's a joke, the joke starts to become stale after a while. And that's, to me, that's progress because like I'll fucking, <clears throat> whether it's music or stand up or whatever, you know, you've really got to be very clever and nuanced if you're going to use those words to like get a laugh. Otherwise, it's like low hanging fruit, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, that joke in particular, and I know Louis C.K. is like exiled now. Um but that that joke is hilarious, and it. But I love that quote from Twain. 
It's it's so funny because he immediately contradicts. He doesn't really contradict himself though, because he, he didn't really say that. This is a uh, the, yeah, and I don't know. The, these are two different quotes, but yeah, oh no, the, in, within the one, within the one, yeah. Honesty is the best policy when there's money in it. I mean, that's but yeah. that's that's how he was, I suppose. And I'm I'm also one of those individuals that will like admire and and acknowledge the great things that people do and not like complete like so for ex- I guess an example I can think of is a corporation, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A You know how Chick kind. You know how Chick-fil-A and Hobby Lobby are 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 anti-gay, basically. Or they donate to I think Chick Fil A stopped, but yes, I know you. So yeah, like I, I understand. Like, oh, oh yeah, God. that's 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 hurtful to. That's hurtful to the gay community, that they donate to these organizations. But I also understand they make good food. Sure. Do they? That, here's a question. I, I do mean this. I'll have to look this up because I didn't know. I don't know. Or maybe it's. It's the same. I guess this is a dumb question. Ask it uh, anyway. Maybe, maybe a little naive. Um, yeah, that's right. It is a fucking dumb question. It, I, I don't know what the fuck's happening. <laughs> it will be. So when they say they donate to anti-LGBTQ, uh, what they donate to Christian, right? No, I, it's, I don't, they're like actively... They're really, or, they're organizations that actively say that they are against everything that is gay rights, and that maybe ipso facto that's the same thing. Like, because they donate to Christians and Christians, yes, are supposed well, to. It's no, 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 no. They donate to organizations that say that they are actively anti. They they have outright said they are against gay rights. What, period. What was the other one besides Chick Fil A? Uh, the Salvation Lobby. Army and and Hobby Lobby. Those yeah. are the three big ones. Well, Chick Fil A doesn't anymore. Uh, they stopped. And I know that because they stopped with I think one of them, but I don't know if they stopped with the other one. Oh, I would love to pull this up if I could. I used to be a huge Chick Fil A stand. No, no, I don't. I oh. I don't. It, I it's fine. It's fine. It's okay. It's okay, it's chicken. Fine. It's fine. I'm not a huge chicken guy anyway. Oh, I love I love chicken, but a lot of that has to do with just it's a huge part of my diet regardless. Yeah. Um you know, I love tiger hawks. Um anyway. Maybe I won't <laughs> maybe I won't get into this. It's bad. Anyway, I I I used to follow a guy who um used to be he's like a talking head, like pundit. He used to be on the left. He left the left. And he was supposed to be in the middle. Uh, so I just tell you guys, whatever. Um, while he was on the left, he was making fun of Chick-fil-A. Because they were anti-gay, right? Then he leaves the left. And he likes them because they're standing their own grounds. And they're, they're standing up for their morals, right? Then he doesn't like Chick-fil-A. Because they stopped donating to said program. And he's like, you should have, 
You should have had their morals. And then just the other day, uh, so he doesn't like Chick-fil-A at this point. Then the other day, Chick-fil-A puts a sign on their thing that says, you can come in, we'll serve you if you're unvaxxed or not. And all of a sudden he likes Chick-fil-A again. So it's four flops. He flip-flopped four fucking times. This is a guy I used to like, right? Is that Glenn Beck? That's not Glenn Beck, is it? No, no, no. Okay, I was going to say, because that sounds no. oddly like Glenn Beck. Oh, and it might, it might be. I, it might be. But, but Glenn Beck Glenn Beck was never on the left. He was moderate, then he was right, then he was far right. Now he's just right again. Like, um, I still probably, to this, if, uh, you know, push comes to shove, I still probably politically align myself with this guy. But I can't fucking stand hypocrites. I hate hypocrites, and so I, I tweeted at him, and I was like, "And this is verify." I mean, he's a million. He's got his own show. I tweeted at him, motherfucker, blocked him. Steve Deek, no, or whatever no. his name is. No. Okay, I was gonna say because that dude's no. a fucking prick. No, but this is what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. This, this hypocrite culture. I don't care. Give a shit. Like who you voted for? Like no. your politics are so garbage. No. If you're a hypocrite, you can go fuck yourself off a cliff. Cause like, no. I, and then, and then, and then this guy's like anti censorship and shit, and he fucking blocks me because I called him out on Chick Fil A. Fuck off, man! I've got 600 followers. Suck my tiny little can't fit in a toilet paper roll. <laughs> I fit in a toilet paper roll, dude. Come on, and to, and then, you know what? Let's bring it back. I can fit it, Finn. You're not the only one. I can fit it, baby. Let's join. Let's not start a fucking. Fuck those gang grows. <laughs> All right, dude. I, dude. I. So, no. I want. I want to. I want to counter that question with a question of my own, or not a that question. Food, that statement that of a question of my own. Come on. So I want to counter that with a question. Um, Please. What about changing your views on something? That's a because, good question. That's so, a very good question. So for, so good for question. example, so for example, and I have good reasoning behind me changing my views. And Ooh, mind you, I, and mind you, I am a Republican. However, I would not you're, you're a I would, weird Republican, dude. However, I would not call myself a conservative. I'm a weird I'm a weird liberal and you're a weird because apparently Repub- Republican is different than conservative. Conservative apparently refers to a lot of social views. Republican apparently refers to a lot of economic views. I, bl- I like the idea of small government minus like net neutrality is a fucking amazing thing. And anybody that's opposed to that is literally just a f- fucking idiot. Net neutrality is an incredible thing. As somebody who owns a small business, net neutrality has saved my ass. I don't know how many times. You know, shit like that. I'm fine with the federal government intervening. You know, um, I also, but a lot of my economic views tend towards the right. Um, but a lot of my social views mm. tend towards moderate to the left. And I think probably 90% of this country would agree with you. I I honestly think so. I hope so. I really do. I really think so. Because I I believe, because in my, in my mind and feel, and anybody can feel free to disagree. That is a good thing because 
everybody deserves the human rights that they believe that they deserve. Unless your human rights in your mind are killing babies or shit like that. Unless in which case, put your GPA on your fucking resume. Yeah, what the fuck's what the fuck's fucking idiot, dude? Jesus, fucking commie. God. Anyway, but like, you know, I believe in gay rights. I believe in uh, not being racist. Sorry to a lot of people in my hometown. Why would you? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be pissed at the Mexicans that don't speak English working for the construction company that only hires Mexicans that don't speak English. Sorry. Um, but like, you know, stuff, stuff like that. And my view that I would argue has changed the most would be on the death penalty. Nebraska has not outlawed the death penalty. In fact, we, the, we are the only state where technically it is legal to use the chair. Oh, oh. Oh no, no. We have not used well, a chair. It's a little long ass time. I mean, I saw this movie once called The Green Mile, and I gotta tell you, I think I it was know. a documentary. This fucking thing was horrible. There was know, a Tom, mouse and a guy that had wasp coming out of his mouth. It I know Tom Hanks went through so much pain. Holy shit. You know, oh, Tom Hanks that. should never have had to go through that. Anyway. Um <laughs> I love Tom Hanks. Anyway. I'm trying to keep it light while we talk about. Oh no no no! no, no. That, that was a, that was a good ass joke, dude. That was that was good. That that like you should work that into a stand up bit. That would be hilarious, actually. How how's this little how's this little joke? When you guys were talking about how they moved uh, Jack Trice's statue from, mm. and then moved it, Jason didn't hear me because we were talking over each other. But I said it was a tough couple years for statues, man. <laughs> Like, it was. Like, you're right, actually. <laughs> you are right. <laughs> That's a great example. That's another great example of like, I mean, you guys laugh. You guys laugh. That's good. No, that's good. That's good. But if I would have tweeted it, it might not have fucking landed. You might be I, like, what a I don't think I don't think that I would have laughed at that. I would have been like, what the fuck is this? Anyway, sorry. I didn't mean to derail. But, Go ahead. No, 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 you're good. Um, but the death penalty. I'm not inherently opposed to the death penalty either. That's the thing. But Nebraska suspended use of the death penalty because the drugs are too expensive. And that's fair because it's incredibly hard to get them, which is why they're so expensive because it's so hard to get them. And then our fucking human thumb of fucking governor uh, whose brother ruined the Cubs, which I love, first of all, he goes oh, in in twenty in twenty seventeen. He goes, "Hey guys, I found more drugs," and they're like, "Okay, are they cheaper?" And he goes, "No, actually, they're more expensive, but they're from India now." Guys, I found the drugs, and they're like, "No, Tom, Tim, Bradley, no, stop, Pete. That's his name. Fuck, I don't even know his first name. Pete Ricketts. Sorry." I, I did not vote for him. He refused me the right to vote in 2018 and 2019 because he said that because I was out of state due to school, I could not get an absentee ball- ballot. That was a policy that he put into effect without passing it through our wow. uh, governing body, which we have a unit. We're the only unicameral state in the country, which means that we only have a Senate. We don't have a house. We just have a Senate. So when people say 
it passed the Senate, that's huge, actually, because that's our only governing body, aside from the governor. So, like, Nebraska's weird. And we suspended the death penalty because it was too expensive. And I'm not opposed to that, because we haven't executed anybody in decades. And at the same time, I also feel like we need to use it considerably more sparingly. We have on death row in Nebraska a man known as only the taxicab killer. I literally don't know anything else about him. But he would call taxicabs, kill their drivers, drive the cars to a remote place in Omaha, and leave it. Walk back home. Next day, repeat. He killed, I think, six people. Literal definition of a serial killer, am I right? I don't think he deserves death penalty. I don't think that what he did deserves death penalty. Now, the Parkland shooter, uh, a couple days ago, if not yesterday, it was yesterday. as, as I'm yesterday. saying this, I yesterday. think it was yesterday as I'm saying this, mainly because Jason just said yesterday, um, <laughs> admitted to 17 counts of premeditated murder, which is punishable by death in Florida, whereas first-degree murder is uh-huh. not. Don't know why he don't know why he admitted. I don't know why he pleaded guilty to premeditated murder instead of first degree murder, because one of them's death punishable by death. The other one's not fucking weird. Anyway, because um, you can plead guilty to charges that you're not like to charges that are similar, but not the exact ones that you're being charged with. Like. I'm not a lawyer, but that's how it goes. And he also pleaded guilty to 17 counts of attempted murder. 34 counts that he pleaded guilty to. The prosecution is trying for the death penalty. Fully believe that he should that he should uh, get that. Fully believe that. But the guy that why not the taxi? And the answer to that is that I have heard accounts of people that have spoken with Taxi Cab Killer. I.e. Uh, a former prison guard, I should say, that has worked on death row in Tecumseh. Uh, Tecumseh, Nebraska is where our death row is held. Um, fun fact, they're having trouble finding guards because of the recent riots that were I think it was like shit like five, six years ago at this point. They still can't hire people because of that. Like close to 300 prisoners managed to fucking riot against the guards and killed like two guards. Just like due to blunt force fucking. Let's move it along. We're approaching midnight here. Let's move it along. But uh, fuck midnight, man. Anyway, um, like Tecumseh is a fucked up place. But everybody that's spoken to the taxicab killer said that he's just incredibly polite, well-spoken, put-together man. And every time they've spoken to him, he has only said if he could do everything over again, he wouldn't have done that. And they asked, would you have not have killed anybody? And he goes, I can't say that, but I wouldn't have done what I did exactly. <clears throat> Whereas the Parkland shooter tried to, tried to plead insanity. 
during his tri- initial trial. You know how he did that? When he was tackled by police officers, um, like to be detained initially. He kept talking about the voices, the voices, man, the voices. They keep they're, they're louder than you. You got to speak up. And then he was talking to a detective during his initial interrogation, and he kept talking about the the yes. voice inside his head. I'm sure that you probably watch JCS Criminal Psychology because you seem like a man of culture, as well as you, Jason. I'm sure. I was I was gonna say, did you watch the video on it then? Yeah, no, I love JCS Criminal Psychology. Absolute one of the, literally yeah. one of the greatest channels on YouTube there, because it's one of the on most it. well thought out and produced channels on YouTube. And the Parkland shooting video was his last video that he put out. And I can guarantee you it takes him so many months to put those together because he just does them so well. A lot of research. The man knows exactly, the man knows what he's talking about. I showed it to one of our investigators uh, here in town, you know, and they were all like, yeah, everything that he said was 100% true. Everything that we would have done, everything that he did, 100% what I observed. It's like, that's amazing. That's incredible. As my dad's police scanner goes off in the background, that What's he always that... forgets to turn off after duty. What did you think? Or what's something that you changed your mind on, Jason? Or have you? Or what, if, if you haven't, what goes into it? what needs to go into it before you change your mind on something, especially something that like you thought you were passionate about and then you gave it up for whatever reason. The biggest fact. <clears throat> wow. Holy crap. <clears throat> Sticking his dick inside of a toilet paper roll. Yes. That's life changing. We're going to do it after we go, go off the air today. Um, I'm going to purposely, un- I'm going to purposely unroll all of the toilet paper that I have left on that current roll and just, you know, do that. I'll leave the roll on, but just make sure yeah. you got a giant hard re-knob. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you have to take the toilet paper off? How big is your dick? Jesus, fuck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, uh, the biggest factor in somebody changing my mind or something changing my mind is personal account, uh, personal stories. Like understanding somebody else's side or the other side of things. No, understanding so my opinion on the death penalty is has changed like originally when i was younger i thought the death penalty was a very good thing now i don't like it because why because i'd rather have somebody suffer in prison for what they've done than actually because the death penalty the way it's because now the way i see it now the death penalty is the easy way out That's, sure but what about that what about taxpayer dollars to keep them alive I don't think about seriously. I don't think about that. I, I don't think about that. What I think about is specifically the or, Parkland shooter. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it's some, it's something that I haven't thought about. You make a good point. You do make a good point. It's something I haven't thought about. But I guess it goes again. Same thing. Morals over money. Morals morals versus economics. Morals versus economics is um, the term that you have been looking for. What 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 I've I haven't been in prison. I hope I don't. You go. haven't? No, I hope I, I hope I don't go to prison. I hope I, I hope I hope not. I, I just hope I don't. You're not a real G. Fuck. Why am I doing a <laughs> no. podcast with no. you? Fuck. I haven't been to prison, so I don't really know what it's like. But the s- stories that I've heard is that for people that people that 
do crimes against women or children. Yeah, have a get special treatment in prison. And for the Parkland shooter, I don't remember his name. I think his name is Nicholas Cruz or something like that. I I believe that I went to school with Nick Cruz. Fun fact. I I think that him getting him pleading guilty and wanting the death penalty is his way of getting the easy way out because he tried pleading. He doesn't want the death penalty. He doesn't. No. Prosecution's fighting for that. Defense is fighting for a uh, reduced sentence with chance of parole. I I think what he should get is is life in prison because well right now he's facing a minimum of over a thousand years. I don't think the people in prison will care about his age. I think they'll care about what he did and the fact that he and those are technically children that he killed. Mm-hmm. And I think he's, the prison the prisoners. His fellow prison mates will have a, or cellmates and everything, that will have a field day with him. And I'm okay with that, because doing something as, as heinous as he did, if he gets the death penalty is... I mean, and I, I'm I'm disappointed that... I mean, I understand. I do understand it. But I'm at the same time disappointed that some of the parents of these children that were killed... And, you know, I can never say this, because I will never be able to feel what they are feeling. I will never... I, I mean, I mean... Right now, I will never be able to. And honestly, I hope I never do because I hope I never have children. But the, I, I, I like the smile I got, that wry smile I got for you, Sir Gorg. But the, I, I won't understand the thing. But so, but outside looking in, I kind of wonder why they want them to have the death penalty because outside, this is just outside looking in. The way I see it is that death penalty is giving him the easy way out. He doesn't have to suffer. Because I'm not one of those people that believes in like, Oh, they will suffer in the afterlife. I'm just not one of those people that like. Okay, he says he's a Catholic. You, you Wait, may call aren't me you Catholic. Am yes, I, I am a Catholic, but I'm okay, not. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, you make you you talk about hypocrisy earlier too. Yes, I am a Catholic, but here's the thing: I don't practice Catholic. I don't really practice Catholic things as much as I do as. as That's fair. I skipped. I skipped church this week. I haven't been to you church to all year. Youth retreat. The last time I've been actually, to church, I went to church, but the last I, time I skipped teaching youth group. Uh, <laughs> Chris, Christmas of 2019, 2020, sorry, 2020 was the last time I've been to church. So. That's weird. I didn't go to Christmas 2020. Did I? No, I didn't. But that, that's no. my, that's my. No, I did. I did. Going, Christmas 2020 wasn't the, wasn't a problem. So I think it worse. Go, going back to the question of what changes one's mind is. Is really what changes, what changes your mind? What changes my mind is understanding personal, uh, Stories. personal heart, personal like you've been, understanding. You've been very, you've been very um, on point this entire podcast. You, to your credit, you've been very individualistic. You you hold individuals very high. Have you, I not? You don't care about stats you care about individuals you've you've said it time and time again this entire show good on you dude i mean whether you agree with that whether i agree with that or not that's cool that you're you're not a hypocrite every single thing we've talked about tonight you're constantly like well i need to know that story i need to know his story like i need to know that part so good on you dude i don't like to be quick to judgment and one thing that I, I can for sure say, the personal account that I have for sure is that, you know, trigger warning for anybody listening, it includes the, the R word, the four letter R word uh, regarding um, sexual assault. So me in a senior, senior high school, 
cough here. Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. Me being a senior in high school, I was super naive and honestly stupid. Really just stupid. And I remember, so I was in an orchestra. I played an instrument. And I bombed. Nerd. Yes, nerd. of super nerd. I I played it, uh, and I, I bombed a, 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 a playing test. You know, we were required to play a, t- a piece of music, a short excerpt of music. And I did very poorly on it. I came back in the room, sat down. These were the exact words that I, I said. Quote, I raped that piece. And I thought it was like, the way I was thinking, like, oh, I just demolished, I just, you know, you know yeah, really, sure. I, I butchered it so badly. That's what my mind was thinking then. then. But then, later on that year, I was became very close to somebody who right. really, God bless her soul, my God, her strength. And to this day, I still think about that account of when I said that, and it makes me feel dirty. It makes me feel really, really dirty, and why did I ever think that that was ever, like, acceptable or or, or passable? Funny. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm one of those people that will take personal accountability and say, like, yeah, I was in the wrong then. Like, back then, I was in the wrong. But I'm also one of those understanding individuals that say, hey, we do stupid things because we think that they're cool, we think that they're funny back then, but when we grow up and mature, we realize that they're actually really wrong and we accept that. And we, or sorry, not accept it, we acknowledge it. We acknowledge that it's really wrong. That goes beautifully into my reason of why I change my opinions. <clears throat> and it's probably uh, all of your, both of your guys' were great, but I think it it kind of fits into under the umbrella of time. So dumb, oh, so stupid. Boo. <laughs> uh, I really, I really, um, for me, for me, uh, time really does change me. It, ch- it changes the way that I act or perceive things. And um, you guys went with, rape and death penalty which are two huge 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 discussions mine is very very small and very like all nowadays it's kind of trivial but i think it's important to the discussion because you guys might have viewers that are uh small small minded like me um but my what there's a ton of shit that i've changed my dance on but one of the one of the smaller ones was uh, Colin Kaepernick kneeling for the national anthem for whatever reason. Maybe it was just the culture at that point where you had to pick a side. Almost. It was like, you had to say what you thought. And I, my original thought was he's just doing this because he's not good enough anymore. His brand is dead. And he needs to somehow be in the spotlight for something because he can't play anymore. That was my first opinion. And then, believe, believe it or not, I know a lot of people that said that. 
they were like, he's going to get cut. So he's right. doing this because he knows he's going to get cut. I'm, he, what if his, uh, the game before all this shit happened, all that stuff happened, was the, he played the Chicago Bears. And, they, and the Bears were terrible. Oh, I, mean, they, I, mean, that, I mean, that sucks for anybody, regardless of whether or not you beat the Bears or lose to the Bears. Sucks to play the Chicago Bears. Proceed, Sir Kirk. So um, that was, I just thought that he was a nobody. He was washed up. And it just kind of fit into the narrative that I was in at that point. And then, I mean, I don't know, two, I don't know if it was two or three or even one year. I don't know how long it took, but time happened. And I was like, you know, you start, it, it literally was like black and white, not race wise, but black and white in the fact that like these players are either going to kneel or they're going to stand. And then that didn't happen. There was a lot of gray. There were white players that would put their hand on the shoulder of black players who were kneeling in camaraderie. And then there were black players who would stand and put their hand on the shoulder of white players who were kneeling. And I was like, you know what? This, this is America. I, I was the guy who was championing, championing like, if, if you're like, well, the national anthem is like sacred. And I think it is. Like, that's not what they were protesting at all. And it's the national anthem of, it just happens to be the freest country on this rock that we happen to live on. So if somebody wants to kneel, that's what I, <laughs> for lack of a better word, stand for. Do you know what I mean? That I was, I, you know what it is? You, no, you walk, I, walk I, by a mirror all of a sudden and you see your ugly ass fucking reflection and you go, I'm a, now I'm a hypocrite. Now I'm, I, 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 I walk a big fucking walk, dude. And then all of a sudden I walked into a mirror and I looked at myself and I was like, ugh, like you, if you're the guy who says this is the country to disagree with, but then you don't like when somebody has a different opinion than you, fuck off. You know, and that was me. And so it's time for me. It's time. It just takes time. I don't know what Iowa account it was, but they were like, they quote tweeted themselves. And the original tweet was like, they're being like, Alameo, they have a fucking Colin Kaepernick jersey on the floor of this bar to walk on. <laughs> you know, this is hilarious. And then they quote tweeted that and said, I can't believe that I have to say that I was on the wrong side of this argument. But I was. Hey, good for them. And I don't know who that was. It it might have been you. I I don't rem- I don't remember who it was. I don't think it was you, but it was some IO account. Was it and, me? And I was like, this is huge. You know, regardless of whether or not you disagree, it's empathy to you know be able I mean? to be able to say I agree with you and your opinion. And you're right to have your opinion, I should say. Not, not Thomas, I agree with your opinion, but I, I agree Jefferson. with your right to have an opinion. Thomas Jefferson is uh, pretty, I'm going to, I'm going to butcher it. I'm pretty sure it was Thomas Jefferson who said, I will fight to preserve my right to disagree with you or something like that. Right. Exa- exactly. Something like that. But then to counter that, and this has nothing to do with that at all. But I want to put that out there solely because of the amount of like 
misinformation due to COVID and vaccines and all that shit that's out there right now. You're right to have an opinion. Your right to fight for what you want ends where your fist meets my nose. Never forget that, people. Just just remember, our, I, uh, in <clears throat> chat, somebody said, I disapprove of what you say, but I will defend to the death your right hey, to say it. Thank you, thank you. She that. Thank and, you. And... It's probably not and, even Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> that, it's, that is it's, the quote. That's the quote. It's probably like some random ass white dude that said it in the 1920s and everybody was all like, that's Thomas Jefferson. It's gotta be right. Um, but like, you know, stuff like stuff like that, you know, I disapprove of what you say, but I will defend you to the death. You're right to, to say the, it. I will always agree with that death, to the death. I mean, but, damn. but, it, but then at the same time, your, your right to an opinion, your right to happiness ends where your fist meets my nose has to do with a lot a lot of things that are happening today if you don't believe in the covid vaccine that's fine i respect your right to believe in the science that you believe in whether or not it's true or not but the second that it starts affecting me uh fun fact for those of you that don't know and i learned this uh you know beginning of this week my father uh, was diagnosed diabetic. So that means that my father, by definition, by dictionary and scientific definition, is immunocompromised. We have that in common, him and I. You're diabetic? I... Or pre-diabetic? On two different stands. I was diagnosed with di- type 2 diabetes... Okay. Got put on insulin and metformin, which is the mm. pill just to try right, to right, right, yeah. uh, and after six months of being on insulin and the pills, went back to my doctor. My A1C is amazing. And he told me, get off everything. But it never goes away after you've you so know, so and, I so I would call you, and this is this is me as a professional that's not a medical professional. Sorry, Jason. You would be well, no fine. So then, I would I would call you pre-diabetic at that point. As yeah. a prof- as a professional, I would I would be like, yeah, okay, that, I will yeah. classify you to me as pre-diabetic for my purposes, um, and that and that helps a lot. Um, and I'm also, that helps a lot for like health professionals. I also have a really really bad, or I had really really bad psoriasis, and they put you on an autoimmune injector, mm. which that makes me. Very, very uh, immunocompromised. Right. Like, people don't understand, right? Oh, but so, go like, ahead. Go ahead with your with your father. Like, my father's now immunocompromised. I have the COVID vaccine. Granted, I got the Johnson & Johnson. I can't, you know, I can't say that that's the Ooh, most effective. fuck you, Team Pfizer. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> fuck me. Please, you remember, fuck me. Remember, remember what Chappelle said about the Johnson & Johnson? I, I'm going to be real. I can't, I can't because say it. I think my brain oh, no, did I lose you? glossed over that, man. Hold on. Did you lose us? Oh, no. no. Oh, Circle Work's gone. No. no he's, back. He's, back. he's back. He's back. He's back. He's back. Okay. I'm back. I'm back. No, I, I actually don't remember what he said about the Johnson Johnson vaccine. DM it, DM, DM it to me because 
I straight up do not remember it to remember it at all because that that special straight up felt like a blur. But like, you know, I got the Johnson Johnson vaccine because that's what my work was all like. Hey, we'll give it to you for free. Don't have don't even have to schedule anything. All you got to do is say I'm interested. I was like, okay, I'm interested. You know, so they gave it to me. And so I, uh, you know, I got the Johnson Johnson vaccine and having gotten COVID have only lost my sense of smell two times total. And that's because I literally could not breathe because my allergies are stupid as shit. I hate, I hate my allergies. They're so like one day I could not take my allergy medication, be totally fine. By like two, three weeks. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Sorry. I don't know. That's personal. But yeah. I, I don't even know. I don't even know if that's like part of right. it because the doctor, the doctors have said like, we don't know for certain if that's part of it. But currently there's a correlation. And I'm like, that's fine. Yeah. The correlation does not equal causation. I understand that. But like, damn. And like, it's so funny because. Like, there'll be times where I take my allergy medication, literally cannot breathe. Times where I don't take my allergy medication, I don't sneeze for two weeks. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. Jesus, fuck. Yeah. But, like, my like my father's immune compromised. I've taken my allergy medication every day since I've learned that. I'm going to make sure that I get a booster for the COVID vaccine. I might even actually schedule a flu shot. I haven't gotten the flu shot ever. I've also literally never gotten the flu. So, uh, speaking for immunocompromised folk, we have to get different uh, flu shots. Mm-hmm. Really? We like, have to get. We, there, like, we, so, we can't have uh, active. So uh, you get MR, mRNA boosters? No, like they're the, like the Pfizer, Moderna, COVID vaccines. It's not quite that, but it's 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 different. It's a different cocktail than the regular live uh, viral thing that they get. Okay, and, I'll, I'll have you know, to I, I'll have to tell your dad to, to obviously tell your dad to ask his doctor. But when he they they want him to get all those, tell tell him that they're not only going to uh, want to give him a special flu shot, but they're also probably going to want to give him a special pneumonia uh, shot, which is I got that. Uh, my first year dying, and I was like, it's fucking brutal. Like, it's crazy. Anyway. Really? Uh, talk to his, make sure he talks to his doctor. It's right for him or whatever. But yeah, that's, I went through that. Huh. Yeah, no, he, like, like a lot of this stuff. And I'm not going to tell my dad exactly what she get, what he should get because he doesn't listen to me. Because fun fact, for those of you that don't know, I'm 22. My dad doesn't listen to me for diet, for nutrition and uh, exercise advice. Which is something that I'm very much qualified to give out. Let alone, uh, I can't give out meal plans. I should say that, okay, okay, for those of pe- for those people that are going to come after me because you know they will. Um, can't give out meal plans, but I'm very qualified to give out nutrition and exercise advice. But <laughs> like, he doesn't listen to me for that. Let alone anything that regards health. And like my parents are becoming anti-mask, anti-mask mandate stuff, stuff like that. 
my mom mostly because it affects her work very directly because she works in like home health right so like people that are very sick and need a home health service or nursing homes that need somebody to come in and help them with stuff not like 24 7 care right but stuff that's like you know they're with you for six to eight hours a day to help you with their day you know and make sure that you're okay for the day and then they leave that's what my mom sells she sells that kind of health care that affects her a lot when she's not able to go to nursing homes, shelters, stuff like that. Yeah. Because of a mask mandate or a COVID shutdown where they're only allowing the people that they serve. Et cetera, et cetera. Doesn't affect my dad as much. He's a cop. Sorry. Blue lives matter. All lives matter. Obviously, cops do tend to kill people that shouldn't be killed. I'm not going to, you know. If you want to know my opinion on that, DM me on Twitter. Be stupid happy to go into all of my opinions on that. Yeah. I I agree with both sides 100%. But it's like... All of this is just becoming ridiculous. And people need to realize that we've been through this before. Literally 100 years ago, we had the Spanish flu epidemic. Spanish flu was started by a fucking pig farmer in Kansas. And it caused an economic crisis in Spain because of the name Spanish flu. As well as everybody was wearing masks for two years. 1918 World Series was done with next to no fans because they had limited capacity on top of masks. And like, we've been through, people, we've been through this. It happens literally like once a century. Native American woman saved my great grandfather when he got the Spanish flu. And like people like that's insane. That's awesome. Actually. You know, we need, like we need a lot of empathy right now. And it's just no one can figure that out. And it really upsets me. It's like No, people oh. are people are politicizing it. Mm-hmm. They're saying it's a left versus right thing. Get the vaccine because it's a human rights issue. Oh, it's my body, my choice. Then support abortion. Simple as that. If it's your body, your choice, support abortion. I I shit you not, it's the exact same argument for a totally different issue. And if you support the argument for one issue, you have to support the argument for another issue. I I'm I'm kidding you not. It's that simple. As a, I say this as a Republican. I it it it's that simple. If you want, if you want to objectify things, make it black and white, right? But it's not your body, your choice. Your rights, your right to happiness ends where your fist meets my nose, and your right to happiness ends where you can give me fucking COVID, okay? I'm not going to lose out on two weeks of work where I'm paid hourly. I have to clock in every day because you decided not to get vaccinated and you gave me COVID. Because suddenly you're infringing on my right to happiness and I have a legal right to sue you, not in a civil court, but in a criminal court. 
How you doing, Jason? This got this got very weird. It got very weird, very deep. And we haven't even talked about Penn State, and I don't know if I we're know. going to because Jason might be very tired. I don't yeah, know I what I am right now. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm contemplating a lot of life right now. But I like these conversations. I really do. like. I this is this is not at all what I expected to happen. Um, but the I'm, weirdest thing is that we always have the deepest conversations whenever you're on. But yeah, I like that though. And I it like worries me. I like because having, you're the shit posteriest account on Twitter that I follow. <laughs> I don't know about that. But I will. I will say this. Last week, last Thursday, this motherfucker down here with the brilliant hair and the amazing glasses. What, what, uh, the old glasses, by the way, but still so sexy. Said, while Jason was away, he said he had to go do something. I know he was pooping. Slash maybe checking how big his dick was in a toilet paper roll. But I know for a fact <clears throat> that uh, Skidap said... No offense, Circle Herc, because I think I was the only one in chat. No offense, Circle Herc. Yeah, you were the only one in chat. But I don't think anybody would el- anybody else would have you on their podcast but us. And I took offense because Good. I will be on everyone's fucking podcast. Rogan Rogan called me last night after he saw that shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, dog, you down with fucking ivermectin? I was like, I was like, you damn right I am. <laughs> I'll, I'll interject real quick there. I was not pooping, or I was not checking to see. You know, I was not putting to quote to quote. He was tri- actually circle herking. To quote Triple H, even a seven forty seven looks tiny in the when it's flying through the Grand Canyon. But Except it doesn't. I was uh, because the seven forty seven's wingspan is larger than the Grand Canyon. Stop getting technical, oh. dude. Breaking news: I'm going on SheDap's fucking podcast, and oh, now shit. you're wrong. <laughs> I promised her that I'd give her podcast. Fuck. <laughs> he didn't even. Know. But no, or sir, I was I was ordering something for I was for a fundraiser that I had to do so. Yeah, man, I had to order something for a fundraiser, too, and there was corn in the bowl, and I couldn't believe it. I was like, corn? I didn't eat no corn. Corn is everywhere. Corn is Iowa, but the truth is, Iowa grows corn, but the truth is, corn grows Iowa. Oh, my God. (laughs) But for those of you that don't know, the context behind that is the fact that we started Untitled Unqualified to give people that don't have a voice a voice a chance to actually talk about things that they care about. The last most of, you know, what's the topic that you care about? I asked Circle like last week. I was like, "Hey, what's the topic?" And he goes, "I don't know. We'll see." And I gave him flash prompt. Well, I hope that he followed it because I am still going to ask him about it before this uh, podcast ends because that topic matters a lot to me for very personal reasons. Um, matters more to me than the Penn State injury, fucking shit. It yeah. matters more to Iowa fans than Penn State injury shit. Real quickly, skid up. I think we need to address the Penn State stuff when we have. We need to have Circle Herc and Ethan on the show at the same time for that. You know what? I think that's a good ass fucking idea. I'd love we to meet. Have, we will have multiple Iowa fans, whether it's Ethan, AJ, whoever. 
on the podcast at once. That's a good idea. That's a good, great idea. Hell, I've been trying to, I've been trying to talk to Keith about when he want, wants to come back on. He says he wants to come back on. Well, yeah, it's it's just a matter of when he's free. I he's a very busy man, and Thursday is a weird ass day. Yeah. Not gonna lie, that's why we chose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But proceeds are what happens on Thursdays anyway. Um, but untitled underqualified is just because. Everybody deserves his voice. Not me. Jason deserves a voice. Hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. There's AJ. the hypocrisy showing again. Graham Valdez. I'm just the one that had to drive to do it. I have forced you to do this for 51 weeks. You, you do. Does anybody remember, what? though, or do you remember ex- exactly? You came up with this idea under the influence of alcohol, right? I did. It's been 51 weeks since I forced you to do this show. And I shit you not. My exact reasoning was there are no college age podcasts. There are not. There still are not. I listen to macrodosing as often as I feel like, which I'm not going to say is super often. It's not weekly by any fucking means. But like, the most college age it gets is whenever they ask for Billy Football's opinion. And Billy Football draws bears in the art of war, which is the current book club book. Also, highly recommend. I've read the, the Art of War, I don't know, six times. Amazing. You can always learn something from it. Incredible book. Doesn't mean what you think it means. <clears throat> Sun Sun Tzu was not nearly as insightful as he thought he was, considering modern anything but you can learn a lot from insight you can learn about a, a, a lot about insightfulness from him he reminds me of uh the author of Dao De king i can't remember who the author of Dao De king is essentially the creator of Dao, of taoism he reminds me a lot of that but less you know, Omish. If that makes sense, I I I decided or agreed with Skeetep to do this podcast is because you know the of the reasons that he said there too. But I also laid it out because I saw potential in something that. Then again, I was also not in the great headspace at the time when we created it too, but. Looking at all the different people that I've been able to, you know, it, it's it's helped me learn too. I've the experiences that I've had co-hosting this because of the guests that we've had, or because of the stories that Skeetip has had, or anything like that we could re- recollect the stories that we had from college and other things like that. Another part of it was I we didn't we there was no we entered this oversaturated market as we said at the beginning of the podcast. We entered an oversaturated market, but. A lot of the things. Oh yes. A lot of the, the the shows out there were very strict to a script, time limit, you know everything like that. I wanted to be different. I wanted to be like, yo, you could say whatever you want. We have no script. You know, things are a lot better when they're unscripted and when they're not on like a strict time limit. I understand when some guests have to be on a strict time limit. I get that. I do. 
but and, that, I, and I, that's I, their thing. Yeah, like and Keith I, been, Duncan had to be about an hour ish. I've been told by people that I've actually, or somebody, someone that has actually watched this show before and was in chat earlier today, <clears throat> might still be in chat. I'm not sure, but that you know, the, this premise doesn't work because there is no outline. There's no script. And everybody walks over each other and everybody, you know, goes on off tangents and everything like that. Until they came on. Then they realized, wow, this actually works. I get it. I get it. So this is not going to really change about us. We would do better about working, like, about walking over each other and everything like that. But I also appreciate... Disagree. I walk over everybody. Fuck you true. all. It's true. But I also appreciate the conversations that we have with other individuals. I appreciate the thing about me is that I actually really enjoy serious in-depth conversations because I love learning, and I feel like those serious conversations are the best ways to learn. You know, I had a in even when we started this, there were some things that I wanted to talk about. There were some stories that I had. I never really felt like they were appropriate for the the environment or anything. I still don't. Maybe I'll maybe I'll tell them someday. But I like this because I like having the conversations that we have. Jason sent me a text about a week ago. I was expecting my glasses to arrive. Uh, fucking fourteen days. I was expecting my glasses to arrive. They didn't. Last week we were talking about if your glasses arrive, we can start off the episode by talking about glasses and like what they mean, how they're made. And I was like, that'd be sick, actually. Uh, yeah, like because I didn't know anything about glasses or what the <clears throat> numbers mean or prescription because I don't wear glasses. I only wear privilege. sunglasses. I don't wear prescription glasses. Check, check your fucking privilege, dude. I know. That's why I said I fucking I'm, dickhead. I'm privileged enough to have. What what is it do you think about g- going back to like this uh, podcast and the meaning of it or the um, kind of the ethos of it, the purpose of it? What do you think is why do you think uh, the trinity of us gets deep shit gets to deep shit? <laughs> I think it's just, I think it's because you have no face on Twitter. No, I, I actually know. <laughs> My guess is it's the knowledge that we all have, the knowledge and the experiences that we all have. Lack thereof, or lack thereof, or lack thereof. Yeah, it's some yeah. of us wanting to learn from. The more people that you gather in a room that from different environments, you're going to learn more. You're going to deeper. You, you get deeper conversations. Also, yeah. kind of like a willing a willingness to. To say I don't know what the fuck I'm yeah. talking about. If I go, if I go out to the stadium on Saturday, in a, in in, my, in the entire student section, we're not going to be talking about serious shit. We're just going <laughs> to be we're going to be talking about the the football game, and someone's probably going to say fuck the Hawks in there somewhere, which it's is great. Fun. Most definitely, somebody will definitely say fuck state in the student section of Iowa, and I know that for a fact. Because they will always say, Iowa fans will always say, we don't care about Iowa State. I didn't say anything about Iowa State. Or Iowa. I, why, why are you here? Why did you say we don't care about Iowa State? I didn't say anything about Iowa. But, to your guys' point, 
we all, Jason the least, quite literally Jason the least, we all put up a front, a very evident front. You know, Circle Herc the most, solely because you have what I would yeah. argue is a very themed Twitter account. Me the least, because my Twitter account has gone from. Uh, fuck, what, what was my Twitter account for the longest time? Parts. Yeah. Sergeant Parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Private parts to corporal parts to sergeant parts. Um, All of that with a picture of me as a a Union Bugle Boy. Solely because of the fucking, like, major, major Purdy account. Solely because of that. Whatever that fucking dumbass Civil War purdy and hall accounts are because i thought that's a really fun idea but i'm better than them i'm funnier than them i'm not funnier than them i'm literally one of the least funny accounts that i know proceed but we all agree yeah go on (laughs) (laughs) thank you i did i i I just agree i i don't i don't think i'm phony at all no, no, I'm not saying you're phony. I'm saying you put it. I'm saying you put up a front where you put up what you want people to perceive you as, oh, and I... you don't tweet a lot of real. You don't tweet a lot of very real stuff. You do tweet some stuff. Like oh, yeah. I, I saw your Chappelle tweet. You know, and I've seen tweets such as I... that. Like I saw your tweet disavowing. Okay. I saw your tweet disavowing the Penn State, the Penn State. You know. Sure. Faking player injury. I I I, I put that in quotes because I don't know if they did or not. I'm not gonna and I'm not gonna be that type of person that puts accusations. You know, the Penn oh, State. Or next time we actually talk about it, neither do I. I will put the. If I'll okay. be the first okay. one, and I'm pretty sure Kurt Ferentz will be the first one to apologize if it comes out that that's not the case. Okay, abs, abs, absolutely, and I 100% respect that. You know, like the, you know, you, you absolutely disavowed the fake player injury things. And like, I a hundred percent, when, when Adama King Su faked a cramp, I can't say if he faked a cramp or not, was not a huge fan of that. Right. I understood it from a strategic standpoint. He was the one that made that, was the one that made that call to do that. I apologize. He, because he decided that his defense needed more time to set up. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. You know? But you were the one that said, and I don't remember the exact quote, but you said, if Penn State players did fake injuries and Iowa fans booed them, why is anybody complaining at all? And I think that it was you that said that, um, what's his bucket? Whoever the Penn State coach is now, um, you know, the one... James Franklin. James Franklin. You were like, he had a five-minute prepared statement on Monday. That's really soon. That's less than a day. That's less than two days. Come on. The context of the prepared speech. That's like, that's, that. no, no, no. That's super soon compared to anything. I don't care about timing. I care about the context of the speech. What, what? What was well, the context let's, exactly? Let's, I think we should say.
really do. I, I really do. Um, it's up to Jason. I know Jason's feeling really ill, so I respect that. And I, mm-hmm. um, I did have, you know, we, again, if you were to ask me what we were going to talk about tonight, I would have like none of the things that we talked. I'm very glad. You know what? I, I'll, take back. I'll take that back. Cause we did talk about comedy. Uh-huh. We did talk about, um, subjectiveness and mm-hmm. hypocrites and individualism. Uh, we talked about white wokeness, which Jason, thank you so much for, uh, allowing me to ask you what you thought about latinx like i've been dying to ask you that privately and i just so to be able to do it live in front of god and everybody you know like that's fucking rad Um, it would have been way funnier if you would have said uh, you know thank you for allowing me to ask you that as a pacific islander (laughs) jason's giggling but that's the that's the point though is um if you guys are still with us or if you're watching this on YouTube tomorrow that's the point or listening on Spotify or there Apple podcasts there you go i i it's great i've always supported <laughs> you guys um i've on all my, the platforms now this is my fourth time um and i think Holy that you shit. know what i mean so, well, I co-hosted two. Oh, no, that's right. I forgot about those two. I actually didn't forget about those. Well, one of the two. I was going to be on um, Insider Baseball. Uh, I was going to be on a couple weeks ago, but yeah. I, it didn't work out. So it just didn't happen. So thank yeah, you. Guys. Un- so, un- so, unfortunately. So I, lo- I love this. I mean, it's like I said, it's I did not. If, if I had it my way. I would have never wanted to talk about politics, race, the culture war. I would. I don't like to talk about that stuff, which goes to what Skeedap said earlier about me putting up a front. Like I don't really like to let people in on what I think, but I'm definitely not afraid to do it. And so when somebody um, brings it up and I disagree and we talk about it and the people who disagree with me, uh, support me for what I'm saying, even though they disagree, I love it. And that's what this podcast is. It's always has been that. Yeah. Yeah. To, to sum up, I, to, you talked about why we always go in the deep top or why we end up in deep <laughs> topics. I just think it's the way we are. With we me. With me. Yeah. With you. I just think it's the I'm way I'm putting a lot of fucking. I just uh, think it's, it's it's all three of us. I think it's all three of us the way we are. Like we we're not afraid to talk. Yeah, we love talking about and we love joking and stuff. Like I mean, I I could say for some, I love joking about. I do. I will. I will. Joke why about. are you so bad at it? That's a good question. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't do it. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry, Jason. That was mean. That was really. Mean. I don't think I'm it was sorry. mean. I think it's actually truthful. I just don't do well as in a large or in a weird audience. I, I, I have my. Own I think you're not so good in the moment. You do have some very good jokes, but a lot of them are not in the moment. That will come up like five ten minutes into the conversation sometimes i also do it just to make just to piss you off i say unfunny things just to piss you off 
because they yeah, will piss you no, off. That's, no, I, I will say that if that when I listen back to our episodes, those those moments are very funny to me. Yeah. But I'm like, jeez. I just do it to piss God. you off. Like, but but we we like joking about, but I, we also have a serious sign that we also I think all three of us understand that we are willing to listen to each other and not really judge and also like to clear up the air. Understand. We are here to understand and and we won't pass off judgment and say like, oh yeah, you're 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 fucking commie or whatever. <laughs> we won't we won't insult anybody about that because we want to. No, know. Jason, you're a fucking commie. I mean, hey, uh, uh, does that it, make me a Nazi? This Fuck. is this is a, it's God, it's not it, it's not it's not it's not my toilet paper. It's our toilet paper rolls. I wouldn't call you a Nazi, Circle Herc, <laughs> because that's a specific party. Actually, that was the National Socialist Party. Social, yeah, yeah. I'd call. I would call you, in fact, a fascist. And uh, what did I come back to? <laughs> therefore, an Italian, <laughs> which also is a problem. I am Italian, but oh but shit! To, to finalize <laughs> it, why my dick doesn't fit in a toilet paper? <laughs> that's it. Europeans, man, fuck. To to finalize okay. it, I don't really know for sure why we do. It just for some people, it it just plays out that way. For it just it works with some people, and there's never really a definitive answer. You know, some people will try to argue the the psychologists out there will try to argue that oh, it's because all three of you guys have some some deep baggage that you guys really want to talk about. That's not necessarily the case. I mean, yeah, it might be true, but but. I just think we're willing to talk. I won't. I don't really know for sure, but I just I I I do it because I enjoy serious conversations. Because I enjoy. I my opinion is that you learn a lot from deep serious conversations. I get bored and want to debate for fun. Well, boredom. I I hear that. I um. I'll give a compliment to the the uh, ethos of the podcast. Is I'm a commenter. I you know. It comes from the stream. It comes from not being on the podcast and re- you guys reading comments and like giving, reading those out loud with the names. And so yeah. uh, it's, it's very, very, it's too bad. It's too damn bad that my uh, mic and everything didn't work immediately because Finn and I had a plan, which I will not devolve um, save it for the episode with ethan also we were we were going to test something like scientists um to see if something would happen and the the meaning the the uh, end game of it was to get more people engaged in the chat and so yeah. we will do that next time i'm on or hopefully if i'm not on even if i'm not on i will try to do that next week if you guys go again live um because that's that's the point that's the point of this podcast we can talk about shit we can talk we're talkers and we're listeners more than anything but that chat that i'm looking at right now yeah needs to be filled with people constantly saying what they think regardless of uh nerves yeah so we've had we've had three people in that chat and two of them are currently on the podcast And I will say we're currently at three hours and Jason, we're not going to end yet because I have one thing that I need to do. And it is my, 
rush prompt that I gave Circle Herc, which oh my I'd, god, I'd, I'd honestly like to get, make this like a regular I, thing. I forgot. I forgot about that. I'm, I, I'm gonna pee. It's gonna take two seconds. I will be right back. I also but, need to pee. So that means that Jason is going to have to give a sponsor spot for today. Jason, I promise I'll be right. Like, it's not going to be. Remember that time you took a dump last weekend? It's not going to be. (laughs) So, Jason, tell everybody about our sponsor while Circle Arc and I go pee. I don't know. You're our sponsor. We have a default sponsor, okay? Uh, should Should I throw that sponsor or this isn't a sponsor, but. Either or, I don't give a fuck. Cyclone Strength is an excellent program, as I'm now by myself. Let's see if I actually have a... Uh... Okay, we have some sort of overlay for that. <coughs> Cyclone Strength, as I cough because I'm, you know, dying. Uh, they provide personal programs, personal personalized fitness programs for you. And uh, for anybody that you may love, that's just going to be an extra cost. It's always going to cost some things. But uh, it was founded on the basis of wanting to personalize it for you. It is a small business. It was founded by an individual who has an educational background in uh, sports science and physical therapy. I don't have the exact uh, website name. Um, I think it's uh, cyclonestrength.org for more information uh, you can contact, there's some contact information there. Um, I recommend it. Um, I haven't, I, I, I just recommend it. I, I think it's a great program to have. Bergerk is back because I'm really bad by myself. As back, I live, baby. As I live alone. <laughs> I live alone, but I'm bad by myself. I'm so happy that you were able to, uh, be on this week. I knew that it was kind of like up in the air, and I was so pumped that it could be uh, again. I know insider baseball. Uh, oh, Skeet Apple. Apple. We're gonna do what you say yourself. My chair, my chair is falling apart. Um, Hopefully, next season I'll have a new chair. You and I have done it solo, and then uh, a couple times, but then. It just happened to be the episode where Finn and Dylan Sainer yeah. came in, which was just like, I love, dude, before they came in was we were, amazing. I watched it uh, two nights ago. And you, you watched and I the had, entire like four to five hour episode? My God. Skipped, I skipped over a lot of stuff, but like I, I, hit, the, I hit the hot points. Um, you and I, you know, we're flowing. We're flowing. We're talking about music. We're talking about all shit. It was great. Um, and I I was going to be on with just GDAP a couple weeks ago. And it didn't work out. That's my fault. Um, but baby, I, I got to tell you what. I think it was Thin Lizzy who said, the boys are back in town. And I fucking love it when it's us three. I would love, as long as it's us three plus a guest, I love it. I don't even want to be a, I, I will be like a guest. Like I don't want to be a, a host, co-host. But I would love to come in like when there is a guest and there's four people. Anyway, I gel with both of you guys. It's fucking rad and I love it. So appreciate Thank you again for having me on. And thank you, Jason, for 
being here. That's great. I I knew it was kind of up in the air for a long time, so thanks for showing up. Yep, I was lucky <laughs> enough to have a lot of my busy work get done last week, so I had some free time this week. So why the fuck didn't you answer me at all this week? Because, unfortunately, I've been fighting the flu. Yeah, but it was your phone, dickhead. I hadn't. I actually hadn't responded much to my to any messages at all. Like I, I anyway. just, I just started responding to messages today, even from a friend group chat. Yeah, he didn't I, respond. I was, I was quite literally just trying to make sure that you were going to be alive. You know, I was trying to make sure I was alive also because I felt like not death, but 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 death. horrible. Anyway. I felt horrible over the weekend and and even earlier on in this week. So. So, rush prompt for tonight: electronic music. I absolutely love electronic music for the sole reason of uh, one: uh, the shows, the concerts that electronic artists put on are way better than any other artist ever, 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 ever. Have you ever been to a show where they have lasers coming from the fucking sky and in front of you? No, no, yeah. no other genre has that shit, and it's yes. fucking wild. Yes, I but have. All, yes, but I, also, yes, I have. 2012 or 11. 2011, I have. What genre? Um, you ever heard of the Trans-Siberian Orchestra? <laughs> I have played more trans heard of Angels and Airwaves? I have, I have play, probably played more DSO pieces than you've heard. I don't doubt it. Every orchestra plays. Every orchestra plays. Every orchestra plays TSO. We we played two pieces. I I I quite literally was the driving force behind convincing my orchestra instructor to let us play TSO. You know, real quickly, somehow during the stream, we have managed to lose a follower. I don't know how. Have I don't know how? Oh, holy shit! We went from forty-four to forty-three. We no, we went from 23 to 42. Shit! I'll get him two. I wonder what him. happened. Go, proceed as I check to see. But I if it wasn't Sheetap, I'm gonna be like amazed. But like, but like TSO quite literally doesn't count because TSO is weird as shit. Uh, I own a Coda bow solely because uh, the founder of TSO. Uh, is one of the first original Kotobo owners, and like yeah, they're like they're like, they're like I have a whole history with loving TSL, which has to do with me learning how to fully play viola. Jason and I both being string players, both viola players. Like, I, don't, too. I don't know if you play an instrument. Um, he plays guitar. He plays guitar. Oh, it it was guitar. Sorry, I. I remember watching the video of you singing that thing you do, but I don't remember if all of you were playing instruments. I don't think guitar counts as a string instrument. It's more of a rhythm. I count as a string instrument. I I think it depends. Spanish guitar counts as a string instrument. Jason, don't be racist. Um, You're one to talk. but (laughs) But like... Like Spanish guitar, where it's like where it's entirely finger picking, counts as a string instrument, in my opinion, because it's quite literally just pizzicato. It's more of a percussion, like piano, guitar. I'm talking about guitar, right? It it it's very much like percussion, which I would argue string instruments are similar ish to percussion. 
Jason doesn't like that, but he's wrong. They're, I'm talking um, guitar. I'm saying guitar is more like piano, and that piano is a percussion it's, instrument. It's an idiophone. What do you? Who'd you call an idiot? <laughs> Me, probably. There are their instruments are classified into three different things. Um, no. I think it's one's called an. There's an aerophone, vibraphone, and an idiophone. Aerophones a literal instrument. Aerophones are things that require air or moving air. Vibraphones are things that have like or no, sorry, it's vibrations. No, sorry, membranophones. There we go. Membranophones, idiophones, and aerophones. I think I think those are the three. It's been a while. Think, a, a vibraphone's quite literally yeah, a just vibraphone's a an instrument. mallet instrument. A vibraphone's an instrument. My bad. Sorry, I learned this in fall 2016. I can't. It's it's been a while. So mm. yeah. So you have the aerophones that require some sort of movement of air to operate. You have the membranophones, which have a membrane, so like a drum, a uh, a, um, a timpani. You know those things that have like a stretched membrane that need to move. And then you have an idiophone, which is basically everything else. Mm, okay, you can define them into three categories, but I can also define people into three categories. You have idiots, not idiots, and then you have me. Because you're so special. Do I fit in under me? Technically, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Six. six Chase, six. it also counts under me. Can what do you? Under- wait, 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 wait. What? Can, can, I, can I be under you? I'm single, so yes. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, 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 I can't do this. I can't. I can't put that on there. No. Like a glove. I can't put that on stream. You can't put a toilet paper roll on. I don't know stream. what you're going to do. I had to be careful. You certainly fucking can. Greatest hits, baby. Oh, oh my man. god. Somebody please talk while I clip this shit. By the way, I have no idea who unfollowed. I don't give a fuck. COVID Coochie unfollowed a long time ago. I'll get I'll get two for the one that we lost. I promise you. Tomorrow. I promise. Oh shoot, was it? Hold on. I I might know who it is. I think I think they followed us. I don't know for sure, but I think they did. Never mind, they're still there. I was gonna say does the name Austin J. Roberts sound familiar, but they're still there. Okay. I'd love to have him back on. He okay. needs to get he needs to get off his Chromebook. That's that his Chromebook was the problem last time. Ben is just was that I didn't even actually have to go pee. I just had to grab a... Finn has just been mesmerized. I actually did pee during that break, by the way. <laughs> Are you sure you didn't poop? That was a poop. Did I poop? <clears throat> my pa- my pants are clean. Jason, do you understand how poop works? On a scientific side, no. Okay, so fun fact, it comes out of your butthole instead of your penis. Unless something's gone. Yeah, unless something's wrong. gone really wrong. In which case, I would argue you need to go see your doctor. 
<laughs> if you have trouble peeing because it is solid, uh, please go see if it's. I don't care what game, kind right? of fucking doctor it Plunk is, man. Go Plunk see someone. Skeet app wanted me to listen to what? What's it called? <sighs> Elysium. Uh, <laughs> Aluminum. Aluminum. So he's like, Aluminum awakened. Instead of me trying to, this is this is why I'm late. It's actually your fault. It's not my fault. Probably. I, was, yeah. You got 25 minutes to listen to as much of this record as possible, and so Absolutely. I turned it on, and I went on a walk with my blushing bride and my amazing puppy dog Delilah, and we listened to it. And the entire time, I was like, you know what? It's not for me, but I love Rocket League music. That's what I see, thought. See, I'm see, telling okay. you. So Rocket League uses a lot of mon- so so Rocket League uses Monster Cat. I don't. Uh, well, okay. So, which which is the same genre? I'm not. Wait, it's wait, the wait, same wait. genre, right? Who am I? Who am I? Jason. I'm Jason. My hate, chair I, has. <laughs> this is this is actually my chair. This. It is. <laughs> I gotta fix it, it. I wish that my chair went lower because I would, I would so go lower. What is going this? on here? Just to match you. Oh no. <laughs> so okay. But yeah, my so chair kind of just popped out of its. <laughs> so, so circle heart. I'm a big fan of electronic music. I cannot hear out of my left ear. Haven't been able to. Since quite literally the summer of 2011. I think it was June 2011. I was unable to hear out of this year completely. Uh, What I will typically do if I'm like genuinely listening to music to listen to music, right? Sure. I'll put it on stereo and I will have it so that the right headphone. I'll never like listen to music to gain an opinion on the music with earbuds for this reason. The right headphone will be on my ear. The left headphone will be on my temple because if you have the volume high enough and you have it equalized, right? You can get the subs to kick like Beethoven. Exactly. Which is also why I always try to listen to music on my desktop. Because for those of you that don't know, I have a Razor Leviathan. That comes with... Hold on, I want to fix my hair. I have Razor. I Razor! That hurt. That, that Razor USB, USB mic, $50. Amazing podcast mic for those that don't want to spend a lot of money on a microphone. Um... The Razor Leviathan comes with a sound bar. Sound bars are fucking spectacular. Never under underrate them. Ever. But if you're somebody like me who needs to listen to music that will always have bass, you need a sub. I will put my feet on the sub and I will feel it kick. And that is how I understand how deep the sub is, the bass is. And so, whenever it kicks, 
I'll understand that. So then when I'm listening to music in stereo, and I have my headphones like this, it's how it like I can feel it here in my temple because it's all soft tissue. I can feel it here and I can hear what's coming through here. When I listen to music through headphones or earbuds, I always listen to it through mono. So I know exactly what what all is coming through the headphones because all of it's coming through one headphone. So a good example would be uh, Lose Yourself to Dance by Daft Punk. I know for a fact that they alternate between headphones when they say, come on, 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 through the through the voice box or talk box, whatever the fuck it's called. I can't remember. Vocoder. There it is. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you, sir. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, I do know that they said that they. It's more than that. It's more than that. Yeah, you're right. You're yeah, right. yeah. Um, and so I know that they alternate. Why? Because I've listened to it in stereo. I can't hear it in stereo. But I hear it in mono because it's all coming through one headphone. And like music has always meant a lot to me. Uh, in, uh, you know, April 20th, 2018. Fuck you. <laughs> um, the artist Avicii killed himself. The largest stadium, the largest sporting event stadium in Sweden is called, uh, I think Avicii stadium or Avicii arena, something like that. They wouldn't have named it after him had he not made an incredible impact. Uh, Oh shit, what's the what's the song called? The song with Aloe Black. Um I don't know how many songs he's had that have just gotten huge, but but people don't know them as him. Oh I, I'm seeing it in my head. Hold on. God damn it. Wake me up. Wake me up. That song got enormous on the radio. That song got absolutely enormous on the radio. It was the only single that I heard of his on the radio. Sorry, Circle Arc, if I no stole that from you. Um, or no. like, um, not at all. He was he was somebody that I genuinely looked up to because I don't know how many YouTube videos I saw of him. Be like, yeah, I found the free version of FL Studio and I made Wake Me Up. Sent it to uh, multiple publishers and they were all like, hey, we found a vocal artist that we thought might work well with this and it was Aloe Black who's one of my favorite uh, soul artists, like modern soul artists. You know, because he has an incredible voice. You know, if you've ever, if you've ever heard the song uh, I'm the Man, that's yeah. him. You know, in- incredible voice. He also sang the song uh, "SOS" by Avicii, which was on the, uh, his posthumous album "Tim." Uh, you know, insane voice. But they were, all, but the publishers that he sent it to, they were like, "We saw, we found this artist. We don't know if you like it, but we had him record the vocals for it that you wanted." You know, here it is, and he was like, "I love this. I'm going to publish it." Puts it out. Uh, under Interscope, 
blows up, suddenly he's a pretty big artist. I've always adored him. Always will. Never mind. You know, stuff like that matters a lot. So then, when he ki- when he when he killed himself, he ended up uh, cutting his own throat with a broken wine bottle. Uh, was a massive blow to me. Uh, I remember my roommate at the time <clears throat> asked me if I was okay, and I just straight told him, "No, I'm not." He was like, if you ever want to talk, I'm here. And I go, I don't need to talk. I, just, I think I just need to sleep. I didn't go to class for almost a week. I just slept all day, every day. I didn't, I didn't want to wake up at all. I went to dinner with the people, with Ethan, Anthony, you know, the usual suspects that Jason knows. And then I'd go back to sleep. So I didn't want to wake up. You know. Daft Punk 2020. They broke up. I'll never have a more favorite artist than Daft Punk. Not only did they absolutely change music forever with with uh what's it called? Circle like help me out here. Uh T Pain. T Pain. The voice thing. Oh, autotune. Autotune, yeah. I I knew you could help me too. I was... oh, vocoder, yes. Yeah, vocoder, autotune, both. Uh, yeah, no, Jason was right with discovery autotune. You were right with the vocoder. Like, they quite literally changed music forever. Even Even with their more recent stuff. Like, I can guarantee you that neither of you could tell the difference between an actual live live singer and a studio version should they sound the same. And I mean a perfect live version. Right? Which does happen. It happens more often than people think. You know, Olivia Rodrigo be damned. Um and her fucking SNL performance. Jesus fuck, that was sad. Um, live versions tend to sound better than studio versions do. <clears throat> A lot of it has to do with the fact that you can hear the music behind you. Instead of around you. I say this as somebody who's done show choir as well as somebody who's done, who's had to record live version or studio versions of stuff. I've, re- I've recorded a record in a studio and played live mm-hmm. shows. Somebody who's in a band. And and maybe you might disagree with what I say here. Sir. No, no, no. no. Uh, recording in a studio is awful. It's, you're, it's, right. it's very in your own head. You're listening to your, your own self. Whereas right. uh, live, you're like, hearing everything. S- Singing live, I can adjust how I sound live. If I if I feel flat, I can suddenly sharpen myself a little bit. If I feel sharp, I can flatten myself a little bit. If I'm in a studio, I really don't know how I am. All I hear is myself. Even you know, I I hear the music, yeah, 
okay. The music's there. All I hear is myself. It's it, it's awful. I hate it. When you're when you're projecting your sound, it's it's so different. But there are so many versions of <laughs> auto tune and pitch correcting. Uh, <laughs> correcting. Welcome to Tennessee. Um, pitch correction. That you you'd never know the difference. Like the what's that TikTok sound that's going super live right now with Willow Smith? Um, da 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 that 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 song. What's I, I don't know the name of that song, but Willow Smith was the feature artist on that song. Come say hi. Is the wife here? She's pissed. Oh, I'm also. I mean, she Dap's also pissed. <clears throat> but um, that TikTok sound that's super viral with Willow Smith. That's the live version. There's pitch correction on that live version. But it sounds, I don't know how much better than the studio version. And I'd be willing to guarantee that it's because she doesn't sound in her head during the live version. She's singing to the other artists with, with, uh, help me out here, Sir Clark, with a handheld mic rather than like, uh, you know, a studio mic. Uh, is there another term for that? I don't like. Oh, probably. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not big into the uh, th- that. Like, uh, like an M- like an MC mic, like a you know, like a ball mic almost. Um, but like, you know, she's singing with one of those instead of like a Yeti mic, like more like I am. And so, people are like, "Oh, it sounds so much better." I'm like, "Yeah, there's still pitch correction. I can guarantee you, she was flat on this note, sharp on this note, whatever the fuck." But you can't tell. You'd never be able to tell. And it doesn't even fucking matter. Because at the end of the day, what matters is the product that you get out of it. I don't care what you put in. As long as the product you get out of it is something that you're happy with. Yeah. That's what I love about electronic music. And that's why I asked you to listen to Awaken by Elenium. That was the album that I found him on. Because the song that I discovered Elenium on was actually... um, What's the song by the Chain Smokers with Dea? Don't let me down. He did a remix of it, and it was very kick heavy. And I was like, I like this because I can feel this a lot. Which obviously, to me, that's very understandable. To you guys, that might not be so understandable. But I felt the kicks a lot right here. And I was like, okay, I like the kicks a lot on his drops, on his, you know, whatever. And even on his lead, like the lead up to the drop, he had a lot of very heavy kicks. And I was like, I like this. I can feel it. Like, I'm gearing up to this. This is awesome. But his drops were very soft. And I was like, this is such a contrast to what I was expecting. So I go to find him. His latest released album was Awaken. 
Not awaken. Sorry. Um, yeah, no awaken. Sorry. Awaken. So I'm checking out awaken and I love it. I love every single song. The album's absolutely amazing. Awake, not awaken. Fuck. I'm really fucking stupid. I'm really stupid. Sorry. I apologize to everybody. Awake. Right. <clears throat> and, and that was it. He released that in 2017. I found him in 2018. 2019 rolls around. And he. Is this about to end? Because Dota? Yeah, it's about to end, Dylan. Don't worry about it, man. But he 2019 rolls around. COVID hits. I'm no longer fucking able to work. He releases a uh, a rise or what was it called? Uh, shit, I have to go back to my fucking player. Uh, Elenium re- releases ascend. Sorry, I say this as I literally attended his fucking trilogy tour. Uh, you know, at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. Um, you know, he releases Ascend. Like, all of it just, like, is music that I relate to so hard. I absolutely adore it. It's the kind of music that not only do I feel quite literally physically, but it's the kind of stuff that, like, feels very emotionally, uh, like, attached to me. And in the next... Two, two, three minutes. I want to hear a circular expansion. I'm sorry to cut it super short for you. But, yeah. Uh. Oh, did he lose him? Did we lose him? No! Uh-oh. No, oh, he's, am he's... I still here? Okay, you're back. Hey, sound-wise. You're, you're, you're back sound-wise. I'm sorry to cut it super, super short for you. Oh, maybe we did lose him. I'm right no. here. Oh, oh. I'm here. I'm here. Okay. Okay. I, uh, I really do back. apologize for cutting you for cutting you very short. I just I'm I'm very passionate about Elenium, said this guy, Porter Robinson, guys like that. I really am. And I'd love to hear more about you about your opinion, like in the DMs. I really would. I really would. But yeah, I we, I know that you and I have uh, definitely discussed uh, music tastes. Uh, we both love the wonders. Difference, <laughs> yeah. Um, um, off the top of my head, I'm I am not very big into electronic music, but I am. Um, when it's good, it's good. So like the uh, Daft Punk type shit is amazing that one that i sent you that is big on tiktok that's like dude she's just not into you oh i love that one that's sick as hell dude with the vocoder yes yes so so there's a um but and i will a little um caveat i'm not into it but i am into i love 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 rocket league and so if any of you guys are on rocket league we should Join my clan. It's uh, 
my my clan is called um, <clears throat> Rotezilla, and you should join my clan. And <laughs> it's for real. It's my brother and I. And no, that's his- funny because I'm a huge fan of YouTube channel Coffeezilla, yeah. <laughs> which exposes like scam, like financial scams. So throat throatzilla on um, Rocket League, and I love um, Rocket League music, especially oh, that one like Monster Cat is so good. Um. So. I feel like I'm a bit of a hypocrite because I'm not a huge fan of that type of music. But when I hear it, I immediately go to like my safe space, my warm place. Of Rocket League? League. Yes. I hear it and I'm like, ooh, you damn right. That shit's good. So that's what I would, that's what I would call dubstep. But you're my friend, dude, because like I'm not into it, but Mm -hmm. I will get more into it because of you. So that it's, it's fucking cool. Also, I like how accessible electronic music is to artists because the more people are able to make music, the more music we get, which means the more good music we get right, by, right. by default. Oh my god, Dylan Saner. I appreciate Dylan for stopping, but... Excuse me, sorry. He's, he, he's trying down. to play Dota, which I'm always down for. If Shadab's still in chat, let's play Dota with an NFL player. Um, also, I've only played Rocket League keyboard mouse, and I don't know how many people have had quite literally say to me, dude, I don't know how you're able to hit the ball. Well, I, yeah, I are I, NFL player. Look, man, you're an NFL player. Who gives a fuck what what you're at? <laughs> that's, like, that's like saying, look, man, I was a red shirt. I was a red shirt NCAA D1 player. And... Who gives a fuck? You played D1. You practiced, yeah? Dude. You were there. You got, got the jersey. I'm going to order the jersey. Gotta move on. I am going to order a Dylan Saner Color Rush jersey. Let's let's for whenever the fuck I do my charity stream. But it is 1:10 in the morning central standard time. Jason, what his final thoughts are. Qualified, understandable, underdressed podcast. My name is Circle Hark. And we love the Cyclones. All right, what's up, Pub? (laughs) Shit. So, Circle Hark, what are your final final thoughts for this episode? Me? No, the other Circle Hark. Um, <clears throat> I'm very sorry that I wasn't here at 9.25. It is my fault. No, you were here at 9.25. You weren't here at 9.35 or 9.30. I think it was here at like 10. Um, thank you guys so much for having me on. The reason you guys had me on, we did not talk about. And that's why I love this fucking podcast. The only reason I was supposed to be here was to talk about how Iowa fans could somehow justify booing injured players, and we didn't even talk about it. And um, that's why I love this podcast. I love this show. I love you guys. Uh, thanks for everybody who uh, contributed. Uh, thank you, Dylan Sainer, for coming in late. Thank you, Shedat, for being here for everybody um, the entire time. Thanks 
spin for I don't know what it is you do. Thank you. I create controversy. That's it. Thank you, uh, Jason, for first off being here because you are sick. You were sick and you still are. Um, I would. This is my fourth time. Jesus Christ, being on this thing, and every single time it gets better and better and better. As far as I'm concerned, I would love the opportunity and the privilege to come back and um i'm gonna i thanks thank you and i will do better if i'm allowed back on next time i will do better um i know that it looks small (laughs) it looks large but it's really pretty small i mean you know well, I'm not going to stick. You know, it looks like a thing, and I, I really do, I really do, I really, really do appreciate it. Um, this, it, it feels like, you know, the right thing to do to mm. be on podcast, and I love and to, to stick your dick inside of toilet paper rolls. If you can get out the other side. God bless you. Hey, if you can, if if you if you can fit inside and stick your dick out the other side, that is a good sign because being able to fit inside there is not a good sign. Final but being able to stick outside the other side is not a bad thing. Final thoughts: empathy. Be nice to people around you. Don't lie because then you never have to remember what you said. Jason, do you have any final thoughts for the week? We might not. We might have to get Saner, Ethan, and, and Sir Kirk all in one episode. We might have to do that. I'll have to. God damn, that'll be five people if I'm on. <laughs> That's gonna be yeah. It, uh, it's gonna be five. It's 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 ambitious, and it might be a, an, an an OBS <laughs> overlay night, nightmare, but we'll figure it out. Um, final thoughts for me. Um, you know, flu season is coming up. Go get the vaccine. Go get the flu vaccine also. I know you might be pissed at me for saying you told telling you to go get the flu vaccine. Yeah, go get the flu vaccine. If you don't, I'm not gonna judge you either. Not also, gonna judge you, but fuck you if you think that it's shitty to say go get the vaccine. Also, uh Formula One in the US this weekend, Sunday. Uh we've talked I'm about actually Formula. stoked. I'm gonna watch that one. We've, we've talked about uh, Formula One before and it's actually gonna be uh, Grand Prix that you don't have to uh, wake up at seven in the morning to watch, so that'll be nice. Isn't it like one p.m.? Yep, I think it's like one thirty or twelve or twelve thirty something like that. Like it's fucking wild, man. Um, also, Dylan, fucking same. I was actually low key pulling for an Iowa playoff run solely oh, for the reason so they could be embarrassed in the first round. I would have loved that. I would have loved getting our shit pushed in by like any like clubs in. No, 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 uh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Oh, that's so funny. Cincinnati just Cincinnati fucking runs over Iowa. I would have loved that. I would have loved that. Anybody. Just like a current, like, like a current group of five. Gee, that, that would have been so funny. Yeah. But like, no, I, I was low-key low pushing for that because, one, it makes Iowa State look better. I'm one of those fans. I'm I, No shame. Motherfuckers better win the rest of your games. I'm the biggest yeah, guy. Yeah, exactly. No, you get it. You get it. 
always fun like, to get it. Like fun. a ten and one team is a better win than a eight and three team every day of the week. I'm excited to see Cincinnati. I assume Duke it out in the future. I love to see uh, Bearcats and right? No, Wildcats. I don't That's know what the fuck they are. That's K State. I look, man. I don't know what the fuck Cincinnati is. They're fucking Bearcats. some kind of some yeah. some kind of kitty cat. And uh, the Cyclones duke it out in the future because we decided tornadoes. Let's cyclones, move it along so hurricanes. I can get some sleep. My day, my day quill has run out. It's it, it, and my day quill ran ran out. Day quill ran out. Jason's got to go take his night quill. I, my I took... final thoughts of the week. Uh, look, man. Mental health awareness day is past. It's quite. It's almost two weeks from the day. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna promote it again because I've been in a really shitty place right now. I want each and every one of you to reach out to one person, okay, and ask them how they're doing. Ask them how they're doing and say, "Don't lie. Tell me how you really are." And if they tell you I'm I've not been good, don't give advice, okay? Because it's not your place to give advice. Just I I want every, each and every one of you to just listen. All right? I'm going to do it. I'm not going to give advice. I want Circle Lurk to do it. I want Jason to do it. I'm going to tweet out when I do it. Will not give names. I will make sure that they are protected. I want them to know that they are cared for. They are cared about. Because at the end of the day, I want each and every one of you one of you to know that you are loved. Somebody cares about you. Alright. It is 117 a.m. on December 6th, 2020. And with that, December 6th. I want to say roll clones. And roll credits. Thank you, Sir Kirk, for being here. Good night, everybody. Have a good one. Bye-bye.